Hey buddies, this is Bootleg TTD, aka the MWO Stage Security Guard, aka Joshua Reckless, the only known member of the major club in the MWF, Joshua Stapleton, and you are listening to the Major World Order. The following announcement has been paid for by the Major World Order. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Major World Order. I am one of your hosts, Billy Walter Peck, and with me is... Husmar, a.k.a. the Major Warrior, a.k.a. Handsome Husmar, a.k.a. Heartbreak Husmar, a.k.a. like the great Alexander Swagger, I- I'm awesome, I'm perfect, and we don't have anyone with us else with us at the moment, but maybe later... I'm hearing, I just I just got a message that he's oh. working on it to try and come on soon. Uh, oh, baby. For, for those that, uh, you know, are aware, Jake White, he's the other host, and uh, but he's in Florida, and he's in a, a, a pretty big hotspot for some hurricane stuff going on, so uh, I know that's something that's been affecting his uh, day. So if he can make it work, he will be on soon. But outside of that, uh, yes, welcome to the show. We are getting very close to our 100th episode. And, um, you know, so yeah, we've got some fun and exciting things along the way. Thank you, everyone, for being part of this journey with us this entire time. And if you're new, you know, please uh, make sure you're checking out us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Major World Order, YouTube.com slash Major World Order. And if you are feeling a little extra generous, patreon.com slash major world order. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and again, if you're new and you don't quite know exactly what goes on around here, we're very uh, big into the Major Wrestling Figure podcast community, interviewing the hosts within that show, Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, Smart Mark Sterling, and a slew of uh, fans and people connected to them within... Uh, the business and, and all kinds of stuff like that. And uh, so, yeah, again, that's that's what we do around here. And let's go ahead and talk about our very first sponsor, and then we will get into the show. So we have got Workhorse Fitness. Are you ready to start your major fitness challenge but don't know what supplements to take? Well, the Major World Order has the answer for you. Workhorse Fitness. Not only does Workhorse Fitness have pre-workout, BCAAs, and ISO whey protein, they also have greens, melting point fat burner, and active wear. So you can look great while lifting weight. Use code MWO10 at checkout and you'll receive 10% off your entire order. So visit WorkhorseFitness.com and remember to use code MWO10 to save 10%. They are currently doing a, um, they're getting ready to start doing some some rebranding. 
Yeah. They are... Uh, the they're, website's they're... shut down right now. Oh, it is shut down. Yeah, I talked to uh, Jake. Uh, we, we've been talking throughout the week. Yes, you know, um, Jake Sterling, and, who um, helps you know, I, run things. Yes, and I told him uh, you know, that I was going to get some stuff soon, and he, he told me to hurry because I think they're you know almost out of everything. So um, I'm assuming they sold out of everything because I went on the site to buy stuff, and it wasn't there. Okay, well, then this will be a shorter segment than I was expecting um, because I was going to say as of just a couple days ago, uh, you know, they had some product that was selling for 70%, 80% off, and you could still use MWO10 to save 10%. So they'll be back soon with new product, um, a new look, and again, some new branding and really, you know, going to try and start taking off. And, you know, for those that aren't aware, that's uh, TJ Wilson or Tyson Kidd, uh, you know, from WWE. And it is his uh, like workout products, fitness clothing, all that kind of stuff. And uh, they've got a really great product and um, they'll be back soon, sooner than later. Us, a friend of the show, Sal um, Davalos, he actually messaged me and he got some of the greens. So oh. he was uh, asking me how how to use them and everything, when to take them. I was, wasn't was sure because I haven't used them myself. I didn't get a chance to get them. Um, yeah. So I actually messaged the man himself, Jake Sterling, and he told me, you know exactly what, you know what to do and he's like i do it in the morning and i get a good poop you know out your system. <laughs> okay so <laughs> so yeah for those that are interested in that uh hashtag major fitness challenge journey um it's it's a cool uh alternative you know for you to look into again it's tj wilson who definitely knows all about fitness jake oh, sterling yeah. who you know from eat right and he will be making his FWF Live 4 debut. And he gave us a sneak that peek teaser. of what his gear is going to be like. Woohoo! It's definitely going to be toyetic. Yes. All right. Well, let's go ahead and bring our guest on. This will be our third host of the Off the Top Rope podcast. Oh, baby, I miss it, it is Top Shelf Troy Nelson. Hello, off the hop the rope. Have what did I say? That- did I say oh. top? Gone that long? Did I say top? You said top. Oh my gosh! I can't believe I messed that up. That's my. <laughs> that was my. Uh, our fault for being gone. Start again. <laughs> yeah. Well, also to my credit, I don't drink alcohol, so I don't know what hops are. I thought that was like people that were good at basketball or Easter bunnies or something. All those people that are good at shooty hoops. Yes. Shooty hoops. So Boston, uh, it's a bit, it's a big deal over here. Basketball. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah. Celtics, baby. You know, that's weird to me. It's the Celtics. Yeah. Shouldn't it be the Celtics? I don't, you know, that's the thing. I'm not a basketball fan, so I can't tell you. And I'm not Irish. I'm not Irish either. (laughs) You're telling me Husbar isn't Irish. It's Australian. They lick for wrestling toys? No? Okay. <laughs> I get That's drunk funny. off wrestling toys. Of I, I don't know if that, that works. That ain't, a, that ain't no joke. <laughs> Thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, uh, you're you're someone that, you know, it, it's, we've wanted on for a long time. And, and there was even like a little like Twitter interaction. I think someone like 
requested you to be on or mentioned you and and Sounds crazy if, and if crazy i re- <laughs> if i remember correctly you were like yeah i'd love to be on it's like well we'd love to have you yeah, but go on yeah as we have you know uh around 2000 major marks in the patreon facebook community yeah. and and all that it's like it, it's tough to get to everybody so quickly yeah you know we're nearing 100 episodes and congratulations and, uh, that's a well big thank you thank, thank you. you yep no 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 weeks off haven't missed one and uh yeah so pretty proud of that but hey we still got a couple yeah. weeks to go don't want to shoot shooty hoops <laughs> ourselves in the foot <laughs> oh jeez <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so um welcome to the show and Absolutely. uh very much looking forward to this. So, um, Andrew, have you and have you and Troy met before? I believe I so. In yeah, passing, I think, yeah, I think like a, a couple of times at, at least. Um, yeah. Geez, it's been a whirlwind of so many events and stuff. We met at yeah, the I, first Kowloon show for sure. Billy Peck. Yes. We we met at the first Kowloon show. Husfar. I we the first. Kowloon I was not show. at the first one. I was. Oh, I think I remember seeing you because you were doing the. They were doing a boozing with the toys afterwards. And you were on boozing with the toys on the first yes, night. yep. So in my head, yes. you yep. Were that's there. what it is. In yes. my head, you were there, but you were not. Yep. Actually. Yes. So that must be where where I met you. Yeah. 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 Because I know you guys are you know northeast fellas and yeah. and yeah. When we were growing up. I mean, Matt makes this such a big deal out about Kowloon's. Kowloon's <laughs> for me is I went to high school in Danvers, Massachusetts. It's about twenty minutes away. You jump right there on Route One. You're there. I was in theater in high school, and after the last show of, like, our, the plays we would do, the Saturday night show, we'd go to Kowloon's and have, like, our cast party, per se. And there used to be this lounge singer that would go and sing, and she would always sing that famous Shania Twain song. And I would always try to dance with the girls to Shania Twain Because <laughs> you feel like a woman. No, the sappy one. You're still the one. Oh, I'm that one. one by Shania Twain. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, not, not CPA's... Uh theme song <laughs> no okay okay i will say this though she was the most remarkably average like she was the dan barry-esque lounge singer of all lounge singers perfect for Kowloon's. it was <laughs> all right um oh dan barry oh love dan barry. <laughs> Me too. they replaced dan barry for the upcoming fwf show with friggin butch and luke of the bushwhackers there clowns <laughs> from the Game Marks podcast. So there's still... I don't oh, do yeah. miracles, boys. I don't know who told Matt and Brian that I do miracles, but we're going to we're gonna see what happens on the broadcast in a couple So, of yeah, days. there's there's still some some network heat, I suppose, between... Listen, all I'm saying is Johnny Clash got an interstate championship bout having defeated us in tag team action at the first show, right? He's been, he was in the mix for the FWF tag team titles. Mm-hmm. And all of, you know, I mean, technically, I wasn't the legal man and got pinned. Shane Douglas kicked the crap out of me, but I'm pretty sure CPA took the pin. Maybe I should get an interstate title shot, but I'm not here to argue that. I'm just, I'm a mild mannered commentator for <laughs> FWF4, happy to be there, but I'm just saying, between him and George Feast, eh, nice enough guys, I guess. <laughs> well, Johnny Clash did say I had a uh, macho man hair and he's called me a dad before even though i've never had kids in my life so uh i'm maybe leaning towards your side troy i'll give him a little smack on the back yeah please please. there you go and (laughs) yeah well i'm sure we'll get into it more but like legitimately and i try you know running the major world order um you know twitter chant uh page whatever you call it and you know kind of 
hovering and tweeting about FWF uh, events when they happen. I always very much want to make it uh, a point to talk about how, and it's not just, you know, selling you because you're here. Like you are legit. Like, thank you. One of my favorite commentators, like Mm -hmm. out of anybody, you are very, very good at what you do. Appreciate that. It's been, it's going to be a busy month between, uh, I don't know if we plug our stuff at the end of the show. I'll wait till the end. I've got got a lot on tap at the month. You know what? We're here. Feel free. What? Oh, man. So I got Pro Wrestling Grind in Western Massachusetts coming up this Friday. So that's going to be, uh, uh, what, September twenty, September 30th. We have Blitzkrieg versus Limitless the two days before yes. FWF in Enfield, Connecticut. I'll be commentating there. I have FWF on the 8th. At the end of the month, we have... Um, Limitless Wrestling Solo Show and Pro Wrestling Grind Solo Show. You can find all that stuff on IWTV. I'm sure you all know what that is. It's like the Netflix of independent wrestling. So much available at your fingertips, all for less than $10. Go check it out. You can find some of my stuff there. You can find some of my matches there. Creative Pro has their library up on there. Definitely worth a couple of bucks. Independent wrestling. When is that When is that Blitzkrieg versus Limitless show? That's going to be uh, Friday night, October 7th, and Saturday night, October 8th. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's and then in you have Enfield. FWF in New Jersey that Sunday. That's right. Well, Husfar lives in Connecticut. So. Yes, I've been How to... How close Blitzkrieg. are you to Enfield? I'm like, it's like 35, 45 minutes, but that's Comic-Con weekend. Never yeah. heard of it. Have you ever seen CPA wrestle live in Connecticut? Yes. It's a whole different beast in Connecticut. That's all oh, I'm yeah. He's going to be there. I saw him versus Allie when she was Allie Cat. Allie Cat versus Allie Cat, yes. And it was awesome. I actually talked to her, and she said that was probably one of her favorite matches she's ever had. Nick brings out the best in people. Oh, yeah. CPA, for sure. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, um, you know, let's let's just... Get it started with those. What do we do here, boys? Basic, basic <laughs> good questions. Good thing that Jake isn't here. The MWO wouldn't be big enough for the both of us if he was here right now. Just saying. Oh, yeah. There'd be some clashing. <laughs> some Johnny clashing. Johnny I, I, clashing. I, I thought yes. that too. <laughs> I was waiting for it. The, you didn't have the stones to say it, Peck. Johnny clash. <laughs> well, you know, him and I are co-workers now, and I don't want to upset him. I'll upset him for you. Though. Okay. There you go. Um, but now what, um, you know, as, uh, assuming, but maybe not a, a young lad. Yeah. You were a young lad at some point watching wrestling. Yeah. What was that first thing that, that gave you that spark of, Ooh, I think I like this. So my older brother, I have an older brother. He's 12 years older than me. I always say I'm the gift of the family. <laughs> I was a gift. Wasn't a mistake. I was a blessing. You know how it is. Uh, and he grew up in the 80s, so he grew up in rock and wrestling. But he also came into the 90s as well. I'm 32 years old. I was born in 1990. So I grew up in that true, like those federation years. Um, and he would get excited about it. and I'd get excited about it. I had the hand-me-down uh, Tonka Hulk Hogan wrestling buddy from my brother those were my first matches probably better than anything i've done in the last year um and sure enough like i'd want to watch wrestling with my brother i was too little to stay up for like Monday night raw but i grew up on wwf superstars um and then like by 96 which is always we always talk about between my friends like 1996 uh wwf is like just my favorite timeline 
just my absolute favorite timelines when everything changes. Um, and that was when my brother went to college. So our kind of connection is like, well, I'm going to go to college. So you better, you got to gonna have to watch wrestling without me. So I did. And it just kind of really grew a little bit. And then there was the attitude era where it's just like, I was absolutely not watching raw. I was watching like live wire and like just the recap show. <laughs> yeah. The stuff you could actually show at 10 AM in the morning on a Saturday on the USA network. But by like late 99, 2000, nine, 10 years old, a little bit older, a little bit more mature, you know, right from wrong, you know what not to say in the schoolyard to get yourself in trouble. <laughs> and by that point, I had just kind of was starting to really get super into it. Um, by 2000, that was like my number one favorite thing. It wasn't Pokemon anymore. You know, it wasn't cartoons. It was wrestling. And that like fandom only turned into an obsession and just it was my number one. Trust me, still to this day, I'm a big baseball fan, uh, diehard Sox fan. Love my New York Giants. I love when they let me down. It's about <laughs> it's going to start. They started last night against the Cowboys. Um, yeah. And I like a lot of other different things, too. But wrestling has just been my number one for so, so long. And, you know, when you get a little bit older, when you, know, you become a teenager, especially in like the timeline that I grew up on, you know, you had WCW too. I watched Saturday night. Sometimes you'd have Thunder on when it moved to like Wednesdays. It was on Thursdays before SmackDown was even a thing yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did grow up watching the WCW first blue too. brand. The original <laughs> blue brand. SmackDown is the answer to Thunder. Um, but you know, it was at that time where it's like, yeah, you know, you see these WCW guys, but you see the ECW guys coming over. The first time I saw mm. Rob Van Dam, I'm like, where did this guy come mm-hmm. from? I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, ECW. What is this? You go to the, you know, your Strawberries music and videos or your Suncoast or your FYE, whatever you guys had in your area. Coconuts. I don't know. It was a different name for everywhere you go. But um, you get those ECWDs and you're getting those DVDs to see Rob Van Dam. At least I was. And Tommy Dreamer. Uh, And then you see guys like the Sandman. Mm-hmm. Then you see guys like Mike Awesome and Masato Tanaka, and it's like, well, where the hell did these guys come from? Um, where are they going now? You find out about NWA TNA. You see, I love that guy. Oh, that's nice. That's in very good condition. Yeah. They even made the new ECW heavyweight. As far as showing off his yeah. I got Mike it. Awesome figure. I got it from uh, uh, someone won it from Brian um, from, I guess he like sold in the group or whatever, and then he like sold it back or something, got it from whatnot. From him or from them, I forget which one. But we uh, got it from the group. Yeah, will be on. That was the, that was the best when Mike Awesome wins the belt was Tanaka versus Taz. Taz goes and punks out Judge Jeff Jones in the parking lot, and he just yells, "The consequences will be awesome." Yes. Bring awesome through the crowd, and he fucking wins the belt. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's the thing. You start seeing these guys like the Sandman. You get excited about seeing him in NWA TNA, and then that's when it's like. Well, holy shit, you're, you got this pay-per-view to watch, you know, New Jack versus Sandman, but it's guys like the SAT and Christopher Daniels mm-hmm. and Low Key, and you're like, yeah. where are these guys coming from? And you find Ring of Honor. And that's just, like, by this time, you know, you're like 14 years old. And then it's like, you know, CZW, you see all these guys. Well, where did these guys come from? And it just, you follow that food chain until it's just like, you find yourself ordering Japanese DVDs off of eBay <laughs> at age 18 because you you know you have your debit card, you can you have your own eBay account, you're 18, and then it's just here I am. I have wrestling, I have always loved it. 
It has always been, I always say as someone that's a part of the business, um, even to just the small degree that I am, uh, wrestling has given me so much more than I could ever think to give back to it. And it's always going to be here no matter what you may not be able to, I may not be able to sit down and watch as many hours as I did back in the day or watch everything live as it happens. But I still know everything that's going on to my, to the best right. degree. follow the Indies right now in the background. I have like a September, October, 2002 Smackdown on yeah. the background is like background noise. And, Man, you yeah. are so right. And I didn't even really think about it until you just said it, but like, you know, being part of wrestling, even into a small degree. Like, so I'm a ring announcer for a promotion here in Omaha, Nebraska. And, and then, you know, working alongside, you know, Matt, Mark and Brian with the majors and stuff, you know, behind the scenes stuff and, and whatever, like I've been like a part of wrestling for two years ish. Right. Uh, and, yeah, the amount. Think about all like you said that it, it, that it go has tell, given back. Go tell Billy Peck three years ago. Hey man, guess what you're gonna be up to? <laughs> right, right. You'd be like, what are you talking about? Right, and saying? it like uh, you know, obviously as a kid, and I'm not gonna spend too much time on this because it's not about me. But like, yeah, you know, as a kid, I yeah, I wanted to be a wrestler, but right. I got into music and started playing shows and whatever, and and it was essentially because of my stage presence and knowing how to talk to a crowd that they're like, Hey, you bring a certain energy. Would you like to be a ring announcer for us? And, and because of that, like just all these things that have just lined up that I've been able to do, like you said, it's just like, wow, wrestling really does give you a lot back. And that's, hmm, that's a it's, neat realization. It's, it's crazy. Troy. Um, I, I was born in 89. So I'm, you know, I'm around, you know, your same age group, essentially the same bracket, and, man. You grew up with the same stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like when you were explaining, you know, your, you know, your introductions and everything, I was like checking off boxes. Like ex my oldest brother like, got me yep. into it. Everything yep. you watch, I watched. Um, yep. the only difference is you stuck with it. There's a point well, where I, I took a little yeah. break um, but then I got, you know, it found its way back to me. Um, but I, um, I train at cap with, you know, Brian and, and them. And, um, you know, I never thought like, you know, like you said, like, I never thought, you know, to little Andrew, you know, years ago that I would be, you know, learning to do this. Cause I wanted to be a superhero when I wanted to grow up. Yeah. And essentially this is the next, you know, the closest thing to like being a superhero essentially. And, um, you know, I never would have thought in a million years that, you know, I would, do it <laughs> right and that's yeah. you know that's was kind of the next next natural thing for me is uh when i was you know around 18 19 i was in college about you know 60 pounds ago too so i was like in much better shape and you know after i graduated college i moved to new york still a big time wrestling fan and i kind of always had the idea in my head like i maybe i can just go give it a try uh-oh run in oh my one of us is gonna have to leave to quote my Gregory <laughs> Helms. As a tree just smashes through the back of his back. I'm There's good, guys. Don't closer. worry about it. Oh, it's like that scene in Christmas Vacation where where are yes. we going to find a tree at this hour? The tree's too crashes <laughs> through Jake's When it comes crashing down <laughs> and through it breaks your window. My ribs. <laughs> What's going on, guys? <laughs> What's going on? Just um, weathering the storm. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. It's crazy. 
So, so Troy is just filling us in on how yeah. he, uh, we're really still on the first question, oh, wow. um, awesome. how he got into wrestling, where it's gone for him over the years. And, Sweet. and seemingly, unlike almost everybody we've had, yeah. it doesn't seem like you've taken a break. No, no. I, wow. like I said, as far as like loving wrestling, like it just, you know, 96 is when it, I mean, before that, obviously, but at that point you're three, four. I love all these people like I was three and I remember being at WrestleMania three. It's like, well, mm. I'm sure you remember that, that <laughs> core memory, that second, but you know, sure. Right. A couple like, I do remember that early stuff. I think that my earliest memories of wrestling are age four, like watching on the TV, uh, specifically like Tom Pritchard, Bret Hart. And Bam Bam Bigelow spark plug oh, Molly for some reason. Yes, dude, yes. Uh, I could go into details, but that's a boring story. Anyway, like I was saying, um, I get to New York, you know, at about 190 pounds, still fit, can still breathe walking upstairs. And I say to myself, like, I think I might want to give this a try. Uh, me and two of my buddies at the bar I was managing, uh, one of the buddies, he was the general manager of the bar that I managed, and the bartender from the Tiernanog next door, uh, this is 33rd and 8th. I managed the local West back in 2012, 2013. Um, we went to Final Battle 2012, the three of us. Oh, wow. And we sat on the floor. They hadn't gone to wrestling in decades. They're like, all right, this is amazing. They're a little bit older than me. Like, this is amazing. Um, so I have to go work at the bar that night after we, I leave the Hammerstein. So I start a little bit late. I get in at 8 and I close the bar. I get a call on our phone at local because I'm not picking up my cell phone for my buddy Kevin who is bartending at the Tier Nog right across the street from us and across the way from Hammerstein Ballroom. And he says, dude, that guy who is like your favorite is here. I'm like, who? He's like, Carino, right? And I's like, oh, Steve Carino's at your bar? He's like, he's here with a couple of the other guys. And then I just hear him over. He's like, which ones are you guys again? He pulls the phone down. He's like, There's R- Rob, no, sorry, Roderick Strong. Oh, wow. Adam Cole. Wow. And Ernie Osiris. Damn. And I'm like, wow. He's like, just come over. He's like, I'm working. <laughs> like, it's a Sunday night. It's right. It's December. And he's like, come on over. I just love that he, are, like, yeah. I don't mean to interrupt, but, like, no. so far my favorite part is, like, hey, which which guys are you which again? Are you? And they're <laughs> like, give a shit about wrestling. I'm Roderick and he's like Strong. Buying him a couple rounds because he just That's saw great. them wrestle. And yeah. He doesn't know him from Adam. Sure. So he's just <laughs> from Adam goes, Cole. He says, Tyler, come over. Just ask those girls. They'll cover for you. It was a staff of all females, which I'm pretty sure is illegal. But, um, anyways, they're like, just go. They look at me like, just go. Ain't going to burn down. I'm like, I'll be back. I go yeah. next door. I have beer with literally Steve Carino, Roderick Strong, Adam Cole back in 2012. Damn, just, dude. And I just let them know because even though I'm not a part of the business, I know enough not to like fanboy. Yeah. Right, you know sure. what I mean? I just, you're, I, I was keen to that because it's just like, I really appreciate what they do. I don't want to bother them. Not right. to mention it was nice at the time. Of course, my dear friend, Max Smashmaster, had already yep. been was going to bring him up a while well. in 2012. And he always, he always gave me the inside baseball. I'm like, if you're around a wrestler, here's how not to act. Right. So you just have a little common sense. Went over, had a beer. They were very nice. And I said to them, you guys are done here. Don't know if you guys got to get right back, but I'd love to buy you a round or two next door, literally right there. They came over. Nice. Roderick Strong was drunk off his ass. Really sweet guy. <laughs> really sweet guy. Adam Cole, nicest guy you'll ever meet. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ernie Osiris, years later, I'd be on a show with Ernie Osiris, and when I told him who I was, it blew his mind. It blew his mind when I told him who I was. He remembered me. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, Steve Carino awesome. that I sat and talked with because he was the most sober. And <laughs> he was also like, you know, really enjoyed his work. I really enjoyed sure. his body of work. And I said, Steve, I been looking at schools in New York and I've really been thinking about like going to give it a try. I just don't know if it's for me. And he goes, well, Tyler, you know, the thing is it might not be for you, but you're never going to know if yeah. you don't try. If you got a good base about you, if you feel physically good, um, I can already tell you have a good head on your shoulders. Um, go give it a try. And I told him I was going to try to go to the SAT school where I was trained by Joel Maximo and Angel Ortiz, a proud and powerful fame. Yeah. And he says, I remember, he's like, I, SAT used to always bother me for bookings and I helped get them to Japan and stuff. So he was old buddies and he was super cool. He gave me his email address. He said, if there's anything I can ever do for you, let me know. We appreciate you taking care of us tonight. And he said, like, you owe it to yourself. I can tell how much you love wrestling. You understand yeah. the history of it. You go take a couple classes. If you don't like it, no one's forcing you to stay. And I no, said, that's great. I guess you're right. So with that guidance, I signed up for wrestling school in january of 2013 uh and here we are today i said originally i'm like maybe i'll get into the business do it for like two years so that i can make some connections to maybe get some commentary maybe and nine years later nearly 10 years trained um still a part of it have made some amazing connections have done more than i ever thought i'd do in the wrestling over the last nine years including oh god i've been able to work in the in ring, never mind commentary, but in ring with guys like Cabana and Hornswoggle, Kikataro, people that know their Japanese wrestling. That was the biggest one for me is getting to have a yeah. match against Kikataro of all people. <laughs> um, I've you know been in the ring with Shane Douglas. I've, been, I've wrestled Gangrel. Uh, I've been opposite managed by Jimmy Hart. I got to referee for Shikara, which is my oh, wow. favorite promotion. Mm. Uh, to get to sit under the Bryce Remsburg and Mike Quackenbush learning tree is invaluable. Couldn't put a price on it. I got to wrestle for Shakara uh, in their final years as part of a six-man with off the hop rope with CPA and Mark. Oh, um, okay. I was going to ask if, if yeah. you – I, I know I, a lot of it is gimmicky or, or char- very oh, yeah. character-driven. I didn't know Character if you had – Character and storyline-based, absolutely. If you had – something special that you did we but. came in to do a six-man tag at a brewery show they oh, ran cool. love city brewery in philadelphia and bryce you know had reached out to us and said like i don't know if you're interested in like maybe doing like a podcast here or something and i said to bryce i'm like because i had stopped referring for them for the time being i wasn't traveling with them and i was like want to give us a six-man tag and bryce literally said hmm. hold that thought the next day he reached out he's like Six-man tag against the Proteus Wheel. Uh, I don't know if you know who those guys are. You can look them up. Good guys. Uh, Big Calix is the most popular of the three. If you go check them out, people know him and stuff. But we got to have a six-man tag for Shikara at Love City Brewery in front of 200-plus packed-in fans. It was the best. Um, Pretty damn good for a guy that says, maybe I'll do this for two years and and just compensate. Well, and so I I picked out something interesting in there, and it was – you know, I think I'll do the wrestling thing for like two years. Yeah, to get to commentary. Right. I always so felt it was like, yeah. a goal Go like ahead. that. To me, it was just like you know, I I had this idea into my head is just like, especially while I was still pretty physically fit, I'm just like maybe the idea is like they'll respect me more if I go and take my lumps, take my bumps, show them that I care. That's how I'll make my connections because I mm-hmm. didn't really know. It's like I know that I. 
you know, I have the wherewithal to be a commentator, but I don't know how to get involved. And I know that a lot of people are like, well, I'll go be a part of the street team. I'll set up the ring. And I'm just like, I have the gift of gab. I feel like I'm a good promo, but I've never been taught how to cut. There's a difference between being charismatic and knowing what to and what not to say. You yeah. might be able to think that you're saying the right thing the way you're delivering it, but if you're saying the wrong thing in the right way, it might not be good. Right. So, I think we've all been there. But, yes. Yeah. Outside of wrestling, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That I don't mind being wrong about. When right. I'm loud. Yes. <laughs> Fuck them. Do we swear here? Yeah. No. no. Fuck them. There we go. <laughs> we'll dump so, it out. We're, we're, only, uh, we're only on our first question. Um. Yeah. Well, what's the next question? Let's question number two is just time is money. Time is money. <laughs> oh no, we're gonna have to follow start. us on Patreon. Yeah, yeah. Um, world order on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were like your first wrestling figures? Oh, is this a is this a wrestling figure podcast or something? Well, I mean, it it's a origin <laughs> of it. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw Jack's series one. Oh yeah, the Bone Crunchers. Um, it was watching like Livewire. Big oh, man. Max Smash Master was over. I was six, he was nine. And Todd Pettengill had like all these nice. figures on him, like yes. in the setup. And we hadn't seen, because there was no wrestling action figure commercials yet. They weren't even really in like your like Toys R Us catalog or like. Wait, was that the one that Todd Pettengill had like, they were like in his pocket and stuff? Pocket yes, and I think him, I remember like, this. Like, he wow. would always do that to get him, but that was the first time we saw yeah, him. We saw right. Goldust and The Undertaker and Bret Hart. And yes. we hadn't seen him yet. Right. We hadn't seen it because I think they had probably like just started to get into stores like September of 96. Yeah. I'd have to go re listen to the history of Bone Crunchers, but <laughs> we're thinking like September 96, October 96, those first episodes of Livewire, which if you don't know what Livewire is, go find clips on YouTube. It was yeah. out of control. It was oh, great. Yeah. Um, for a show that was on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Right. Yeah, where superstars <laughs> moved to Sunday. Um, so my first figures, high priority Christmas 96 was I wanted the figures. Didn't even know there was a ring. You'd think there would be, but I didn't even know there was a ring for it. The first the wrestling figure ring. that I opened was Vader, Bone Crunch in Series 2. Oh. I was not done that Christmas of 96. The next figure I opened, Brett the Hitman Hart. So now I got a heel, and now I got a baby face. Oh, yeah. We're not done. Oh, man. <laughs> series 2, Glow in the Dark Undertaker. Oh, yes. Wow. Oh, yeah. And I'm just thinking, like, I'm going to brawl with these all around the carpet. It's going to be great. Last gift I opened Christmas 1996 was the monster ring. Oh, wow. Now I have, I've, I got the sage set, the, the decals on the side. You were at SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Mania, Rumble. I only had three figures. I think that my next figure, if I remember correctly, was I had my Christmas money and my brother went to the mall. He was home from college. So he went out like on uh, Tuesday night after Christmas. And I said, I want anyone new that I see on the back. He <laughs> brought home Owen Hart for me. Ooh, so oh, wow. I got two heels, two babies. Damn, man, you got a tag team match. Absolutely. Shortly thereafter, I had Shawn Michaels' Red Gear and Ultimate mm. Warrior. So I had Red was series, series two, two, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So in that way, I had all of Series 2 by the beginning of February. Ultimate Warrior had been gone from about eight months by this time, by the time I got that figure in my right. hands. I love that figure. I love that one. But that's the trajectory from Christmas 96 to the beginning of February. I had all of Series 2. That's awesome. 
we played the shit out of him. Me <laughs> and uh, Max Smash Master. He got gold dust. I remember he got the four-pack Survivor Series Christmas night. Oh, wow. So we got Blue Michaels, Reverse Colors Brett from, like, Series 1, mm-hmm. Green Trunks, Trunks Warrior, Warrior. Yeah. and Gold Dust. I think we we had that Gold Dust head broken before February of 96. Just that head was <laughs> – too, too many outside pile drivers. I was going to say, I drivers. think my Gold Dust head – just came off like really easily. It doesn't too. make any sense why they would make it like that. You can still fit a wig on it, even if his head was just like, right. yeah, <laughs> that is weird. Hmm. But those were my first figures. Awesome. That I can little. It's so weird that I just I have one of these just photographic memories, and just to kind of show you like how much I remember about wrestling. Like I just remember, it's just like weird. But I remember my brother coming home for like spring break, and with my brother brought with him as a gift for me, Ahmed Johnson and Mankind Series Three Ooh. was out by March. Easter, yeah. British Bulldog, Psycho Sid oh, yeah. for Easter 97, you know, and we just start filling Ugh. in the gaps. That's something like, I remember it. Like, you get a whole fed now. Man, you we, are had just... the, we had the manager's so set coming out. So many memories are coming back from me, too. We had the manager's set coming out in May. I had Sultan and Bob Backlund. <sighs> that Bob Backlund figure wow. was indestructible. <laughs> You'd have him, I'd have him be putting chicken wing on, Bret Hart on the Damn, outside. And I don't even know if I ever saw that one. That was the one I wanted the most because Bob even Backlund. at like six years old, it, it was manager Bob Backlund. It was really oh, only yeah. his arms. That's that right. Moved. Yeah, he was. He it had was a like bow tie. Rigid. Yes, yes, yes. Hard, I do remember that. Salt. Yes, yes. But, Man, you I are just li- feeding my nostalgia and making me like yeah, you're getting itchy little from, yeah, little yeah, itchy. Hotspur's yeah, yeah. <laughs> got it. Yeah, that's sick. You could just like <laughs> I would just like he, you'd bring the left arm back on an arm and you'd just move the right arm. That was the <laughs> chicken wing on yes. Bret Hart, whoever. Yeah, and and the oh, Sultan awesome. while it looked so cool, like it had like the same uh, Savio Vega legs. Where like Savio like, Vega hadn't been released yet, so Sultan, oh, Savio Sultan's Vega has first. Sultan legs. Oh, oh okay, uh, okay, okay. But it. <laughs> a lot of people complain about that, but it still, I think, yes. works very well for the camel clutch and the uh, reverse pile driver. Yeah, you have to. The re- he would do the savat kick. That's what those legs are for. Sure, would load up that big kick. That's- <laughs> yeah, perfect. I yeah. love the fucking Sultan. Oh, yeah. Same. As long as that man is signed to a Legends deal, I am holding out hope that we will get a Sultan figure. That would be pretty badass. You, me and Mark did an, an unboxing of the goon figure and did a whole mm-hmm. history of how mm-hmm. the fact that we have a goon figure opens the doors for everybody else. Yeah. Motherfucker mm-hmm. did ma- did WrestleMania with The Rock at WrestleMania 13. He was there from September of 96 yeah. through December of 97. Yeah. Let's get let's get a Sultan figure. Let's stop it. fooling around <laughs> and let's get a Sultan figure. Oh, yeah. For me. I remember when when Brian first uh, debuted on Impact and he had his new look with the mask and everything, and Matt was calling him the Sultan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. good like two months. Yeah, the big debate in my house was like, well, if he ever wrestled Mankind, couldn't get the mandible claw on him. Mm. It's true. When I was oh, adult, man, I they should have done that. Ain't, but I, it, yeah. they did. They had a match on Shotgun Saturday oh, night. Okay, like the week before Survivor Series '97. I'd find out years later. <laughs> Mick Foley just pulls the mask up and puts his fingers. Right. <laughs> oh, he did. Well, I guess that answers the entire. See, and that's right. why I wouldn't <laughs> have remembered it because we didn't mm-hmm. get Shotgun Saturday Night here. Like that was like mm-hmm. very. It felt very much like a like an East Coast thing or something. Billy, are you wearing a, a Western vest? What? No. It's, <laughs> no it's oh, okay. it looked like a vest, like a cowboy vest or something. <laughs> 
I too am wearing a shirt. What are you wearing? <laughs> a, a plain gray shirt. I I like it. Take it off. Comfortable, lightweight. Oh, I see. Is the type of beer you're drinking a root beer? That'd be a delicious, tasty market oh. basket brand oh, root beer. Which um, my I just I, visited a market basket for the first time. Yes, delightful, affordable I don't, groceries. I don't even know what a market which, basket um, is. Which match does that pair well with? Uh, a market basket root beer? I'd have to think about that. It's got to be a man- salt and match. Uh, a salt and mankind match on Shotgun Saturday <laughs> oh, night. It, I guess that's it, guys. All right. I can tell you. All right. So now, Troy, you're gonna you're gonna have to mail each one of us a market basket root beer, <laughs> so we and we're gonna have it. next week. We're gonna watch the salt and match, and uh, we'll do a, we'll do a review together on that. We'll Just do. like all he could find was the sarsaparilla, but I guess we'll accept. Spit that shit out, man. <laughs> um, outside of wrestling figures, were there other uh, toy lines that you liked to have? Grew up with the Power Rangers. Yeah. Pink Power Ranger was my first true love. Oh, yeah. Followed by Sunny. Okay. I saw Sunny, then fair. it's just like, oh, I really like girls. <laughs> no, <laughs> you not meet... girls, women. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> and then you meet her as an adult, and it's like, oh, no. Oh, man. What a... Which I did. What a, a downhill that spiral. Can, That's talk about not even off air. We'll come on the time. Uh, hope, hope she's doing well. Don't think yep. she is though. Best um, so Power Rangers line, that Bandai line, mm-hmm. um, were some of my first true like action figures. Um, I was bigger into the villains. I liked the heels. Even oh, though, uh, Power Rangers would always Jake's go. Language. Power Rangers would always go up, but there was five of them, and they originally put out like. 12 heels for like the original, like the, the flipping ones, the flip head ones. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, Jake. Those I oh, like yeah. those because those came with the most villains. Like, I had yes. the big Parantis head, like, yes, plasticky ones and stuff. Mm. But the flip ones were the ones I beat yeah. the shit out of. Those things My, were pretty durable, those oh, were yeah. hard to break, which was nice. Yeah. My favorite was a four year old, you know, right. <laughs> My but, um, favorite was the, the eyeball monster and his eye guys. His boobs uh, were eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. Just like mine. Yeah. Oh, no. um, he's like, what are these? <laughs> I got like, I think a few years ago, I got like, I saw like a couple of them factory sealed in a store. And I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh okay. I'll just buy these. Little <laughs> next thing I know, I have all six of the original Rangers. And of course, I have oh, to buy them factory sick. sealed. Even oh, yeah. though I'm opening them because I don't want anyone else to have touched them. Yep. And then the villains, I get like 10 out of the 12, and I'm like... So you've got psycho shit. rules as well. Well, here's the thing. That's why I got out of it. I got out of the game. I'm like, nope, can't commit to this. I am currently just doing the elite line. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I the Power Rangers are great. I sold them to uh, Nick's comic strip. Uh, I think you might guys... I don't know if you guys follow, but Matt did a signing there. Yes. Um, if you're in the New England area, Nick's has a beautiful it's nick's comic strip but it's big time toys yeah. big time collectibles big time comics but great is that that's stuff. where we tried to go nick christian tried to take us but it was closed it was yeah closed so Sunday, i was outside yeah. of it when uh went to yeah. to boston yeah you over in danvers yeah that's danvers mm-hmm. so again great yeah, place to boston, boston yeah. Yeah, so. but um yeah i i sold some the power ranger stuff back there. i'm like i can't get invested because i'm looking at some of the stuff that i feel like i'll need for the collection i'm just like right. yeah i yeah. get it but i just the space and everything. Like eventually, even in my man cave, I'm like, do I really need another detail for the Power Rangers? I said, yes. gotta yes. just no. It's just yes. wrestling, man. Just wrestling. Yes. And yes. then like some like maybe some signed baseballs here and there. But it's uh 
it was wrestling. So I sold the Power Rangers stuff. But growing up, Power Rangers and wrestling figs, traditional figs. Poke, mm-hmm. Pokemon was my jam. Oh, once yeah. 1998 rolled around. Okay. Um, I actually just recently bought a factory sealed Game Boy Pocket because oh, I'm wow. a crazy wow. person and regret selling my Game Boy Pocket a couple of years ago. I destroyed mine. Yeah. yeah. See, I kept mine in good shape. That's why I got a good amount of money for it when I sold it. And then months afterwards, I'm just like, what the fuck did I do that for? <laughs> so now I learned my lesson. I got a factory seal one. I got a couple games in the boxes because I'm getting crazy in the boxes. But, sure. Um, Pokemon Blue in a box in good condition, which is what I had was Pokemon Blue. In good condition with the box. Like I'm talking just good condition. Not great, good condition. With the manual, you could get upwards of 200 bucks. Oh, yeah. Oh. God forbid you have one that's opened up that's just in excellent condition. Yeah. 300 350 dollars factory sealed couple grand no shit <laughs> you I go red you go buy stuff. them out at the end of those when pokemon gold and silver came out it's like no one wants red or blue anymore let me just take all eight of these oh yeah, yeah. fucking you got 25 grand now. damn <laughs> these people that are crazy getting into the graded games i know yeah. mark has a graded copy of royal rumble royal rumble royal right. rumble shelf and i love it but i love these yeah. people that get crazy with yeah right yeah it's going into this shit it's just like right it's insane yeah, I still have my the one thing I did still have my Nintendo sixty four in those games. I still have the original boxes. You'd think that I bought them off of eBay recently. I just kept everything in great shape. Nice, wow. happy. I never got rid of that. I knew I wouldn't. So yeah, that was That's what was awesome. going on in my house, guys. It was all right. Power Rangers. Then you fall Damn. out of that. It was wrestling always. A little Pokemon here, baseball, football. Yes. Yeah. Those sunny little, days, little Massachusetts little sunny days. Sunny days. <laughs> um, but it was a normal, just a normal. Sure. Like it's awesome. guy thing. Yep. That was the thing that was interesting though about wrestling is like there was like there wasn't too many kids that like wrestling. Then third grade, everybody loved wrestling, and I'm like, right, this is great. They're all on my level. We were all guessing who was going to win the King of the Ring in '99. I come back yeah. in September, nobody gave a shit again. Yeah. <laughs> Like, where did yeah. you all go? Like, right. is the yeah. like, am I the only one again? That's right. me, my best friend, Mikey C, uh, like Tony Demarcus, this other kid. I still <laughs> see every now and again. Yeah, Tony, Tony still like wrestling. He, Tony he sounds like a villain. Tony's a Greek kid. He's great. Yeah. Great. Kid. Yeah. Uh, but fucking, we literally just like wrestling was just, they always do like ties. Like, like someday you'll be a wrestler. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, they, were they were wrong. Anyway. Well, so, I mean, <laughs> um, so then. I think this will be interesting. You be in Northeast, you might have uh, came in contact or or heard of prior, but d- definitely you know never quitting watching wrestling. Yeah. What was your first introduction into finding out who Matt and Brian were? Um. So I like by the teenage years, even though I couldn't watch OVW or Deep South Wrestling, I'd always have bookmarked the website. See what happened after TV that week. Yeah. Uh, see what was going on. Who's coming up? Because it's like, well, where are all these guys coming from that aren't coming from the indies? You know, um, like where did Brock Lesnar come from? Randy Orton and John Cena. John Cena is interesting because he grew up the town over from me uh, in West Newberry. My brother worked for John Cena Sr. when John Cena Sr. owned an ice cream stand called oh, JC's wow. in West Newberry, Massachusetts. He should have called it Cena Sickles. I don't know if I'd want to eat a Cena. Who wants to suck on these Cena sickles? Oh my gosh. But um, yeah, I was like, where do these guys come from? So I followed OVW and Deep South. And then obviously I watched the newly 
invented crappy ECW because I'm yeah. not going to miss it for the world. And you get the major brothers. And I'm like, at that point, I was like, okay, I'm just excited for new wrestlers. They're going to bring something new to the table. And Brett and Brian Major, yeah, it seemed a little hokey. Love those guys. Look at them. Oh, look at them. They have no idea what they're about to get themselves into. Oh, <laughs> so great. Good for those. T- good for those two guys, huh? Good for yeah. Brett and Brian. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyways, yeah, I watched them on ECW, and then they kind of just went away for a little bit. Next thing we know, at Armageddon 07, you got to run, and I'm like, who are these two putts factories? And it's like, oh, <laughs> all right, okay, I'm in. Why not? Mm-hmm. See what happens with this. You watch them and you see them. I was fortunate enough. I my brother for my high school graduation got us like seventh row tickets to Great American Bash oh, 08 wow. in Long Island. That was a good one. Where the after, after the dark match, the opening contest was certain Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins winning the WWE Tag Team Championships. So even though I was a kid from Boston, I was in attendance for their big title win right there, seventh row on the floor. Didn't ex- I just thought Miz and Morrison were retained in that night. I'm like, ah, looking at everyone. I'm like, Hornswoggle and Finley aren't going to do it. These guys aren't going to do it. Got a, uh, Jesse Festus certainly aren't going to win it. Sorry, Doc. <laughs> also, Doc probably would be able to tell you about it. I, I never got a chance to talk to him about it, but I was at the SmackDown a couple months prior to that where the main event at the TD Garden was Undertaker versus Festus in the main event of televised oh, TV. Wow. Mm-hmm. On TV. Mm-hmm. I just want to be like, hey, I was loving it. I loved it because it was just a different match. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't like, right. all right, it's great that I get to see Undertaker Randy Orton, but I was like, this is the main event. Some people would be like, are hey. you serious? Yeah. Me being a big wrestling fan is like, oh, well, I don't know what's going to yeah. happen. This is weird yeah. and different. It was <laughs> right. And yeah. little did we know that they had actually had contact prior, you know, when we find out, you know, that Festus was, was fake Kane. Fake Kane. <laughs> yes, feuded with Kane Kane. Yeah. That was the year prior. That was what? Vengeance 06? No, 06. Two years prior, right? Uh, probably something like that. I don't know. 2006. Remember. This is where I get fuzzed. 2006, he was the freaking deacon down yeah. deep south. Deacon. Then, yeah. yeah. It's hard to keep track of all this. As you get older <laughs> and you've watched 100,000 wrestling, <laughs> it's like, all right, well, I mean, where was I? But yeah, um, yeah that, so my first experience of them was seeing like what was going on with them in deep south. And when mm-hmm. they brought up, came to East W, I'm like, okay, let's see what these kids got. Yep. Went away for a little bit. Next thing you know, they're with Edge. And it's like, okay, I'm, they got my attention. Yep. They won the belts. Yeah. There you go. So that was my first experience with them. Um, it is still weird to have having, you know, be selected to do their shows, not mm-hmm. just yeah. getting a chance to wrestle on them, but yeah. to be like the lead play-by-play guy. Um, oh, yeah. That they're happy with my commentary. Like these guys have had Jim Ross oh. and Michael Cole and Jerry Lawler. Uh your commentary is exceptional, man. I mean, seriously, it's like top notch, dude. Much. Seriously, it's but it's just almost for me. It's top it's shelf. Go on, <laughs> <laughs> like that dog. <laughs> that makes a, um, but it's just it's, it's it's very nice. It's flattering. I don't yeah. let any of that get to my head. I'm just happy to be there. But it's always sure. a nice little pat on the back to know that guys who have fucking been to WrestleMania, sure. they're still like, yeah, that's our commentator. Yeah, so, yeah, pretty badass. They're, yeah, and they're you know, and yeah, you're not just. Both, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was say just and Brian, salt of the earth, nicest mm-hmm. guy you'll ever meet. Broski mm-hmm. too, he's a crazy person. 
but he's yeah. a good, good-hearted guy. He's yes. got a good heart. He's a big kid. Yeah. They play with toys. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so nothing well, but love for those two guys. They've again two guys that get right there. Look, you have them in the palm of your hand. Just this like will, this will be an interesting thing that we'll yeah. get to later. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, those two guys. I got nothing but love for those guys. They're, yeah. they're very good to me, and I appreciate yeah. what they did for off the hop rope too. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and, and stuff. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. you know you you knew Mark prior to major wrestling figure podcast yes, yes. so um pre-book too good itis yeah so what you you probably started hearing about like oh you know zach Ryder and kurt hawkins i'm gonna be doing this podcast with them or you know from mark like what was like your first your early learnings of like this is gonna be a thing and then what was your thought on it and wrestling mark figures can, and all that mark was begging me and he'll, he'll tell you the truth. He'll tell you he's begging me. Troy, what if we did a podcast that, like, we watch wrestling and drink craft beer? Because Mark I Mark knew that I was big into craft beer. We were tag sure. team partners. We got well, For those of you that don't know, Mark and I got put together as a tag team back in January of 2016 for Blitzkrieg Pro out of Connecticut. Uh, just kind of just like, all right, we're going to see. Like, Mark had done one show for them in December, brought back, was put in a tag match with me and – that night we just we just became like buddies immediate like immediately and jeremy larry's like yeah this could work we can do something with this and that's when we kept coming back and doing stuff we had a program with this one team the masterminds johnny idol marshall mcneil really old like old vets from the western mass area good dudes um we were married to them for a while and me and mark just best friends just always bouncing crazy ideas off each other because mark was mark would do a little bit of comedy he knew i did some comedy and we just really meshed well when we were teaming together and sure enough mark was getting into craft beer he's like troy you're like you're a real bartender you like you love craft beer like what am i missing doing it and we talk about it and he would get so into it too and that's when he's like what if we just did a podcast I don't fucking have time for that shit what are you talking about <laughs> he's like, dude let me tell you and then he's got like CPA who fucking used to only just drink PBR. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with just drinking PBR, baby. Mm-hmm. Grab an ice cold PBR. Um, but Nick Forever. Said, <laughs> but Nick said, Nick said like, yeah, I'll be on the podcast if you do it. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, I'm not, sold, I'm not sold yet. I'm like, Mark, I don't know. Dude, like, what? We're going to do this every week. He's like, yep, you do it. Like we just pair a beer with a wrestling match. I'm like, all right, I'm kind of interested. And this is where it gets fuzzy. I think, I think, forget if it was Nick or Mark that actually did come up with the name, but they came up with the name. What if we call it Off the Hop Rope? And for some reason, I'm like, okay, I'm in. Like, fuck, (laughs) all right. Like, all right. Look, I mean, the inside baseball, my brother, uh, Troy LaValle, I'm sure we have some fellow nerds out there. My brother, his line of work. He works for the group Paizo. I don't know if you are familiar with the game Pathfinder. It's kind of like I'm aware of it. Yeah, yeah. The best way to explain is it's like the traditional original rules of Dungeons and Dragons Mm. um, before they sold it to like Hasbro and stuff and became a property of Hasbro. Pathfinder, just about as big as Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, My brother works for a group called Paizo and he creates his own podcast called the Glass Cannon Podcast. Um, That is his livelihood. That is his job. It's how he pays his bills. It's how he bought his house. Um, so Mark, like, believe it or not, Mark said, like, I drew inspiration for a few things, like listening and seeing how he does his stuff. 
if you're very if you're bored and you're a nerd and you're very interested in this, it's like what he does is his podcast started like he like got the rights from Paizo to like do a Pathfinder like adventure, mm-hmm. like and they like it's him and said buddies that do all like a comedic take, but also do like a serious playthrough with like all this comedy mixed in, and it's a live podcast of an actual game playthrough. Oh, and cool. it oh, wow. took off. It's a big deal. Yeah. Um, so if you look up Glass Cannon Podcast on Twitter, Patreon, as a part of the Glass Cannon Network, now there's a whole slew of shows um, that are like a part of it. Um, go check that out. So Mark's like, well, I, you know, seeing like, it, like you can just, if you get the right product out there, people listen, people watch. We're pretty niche. Right. It's wrestling and craft beer together. Yeah. We're hoping you get the wrestling people no matter what. And then on top of that, then you're going to get the craft beer people. You never know. We used to have a thousand listeners a week. We were pretty happy. Sometimes we'd get more backlogged oh, yeah. episodes. We're getting in the thousands, which was cool. Yeah. We're catching up. Um, but we started it. And then probably six episodes in, Mark's like, Matt and Brian listened to like an episode or two. And just listened to it. They loved what it sounded like. They asked me if I'd be involved. <laughs> Uh, editing their toy podcast they're thinking about starting and i'm like oh yeah and i'm thinking to myself like well <laughs> i mean i love wrestling figures and there's a lot of them but how much can you fucking talk about right. wrestling toy <laughs> well, right. i was wrong and that's sometimes okay. four hours a week or close <laughs> to it yes. four years <laughs> wrong guys and i'm so glad yeah. i was wrong right very happy for matt very happy for brian very happy that my friend mark uh, makes his livelihood doing that. Mark yeah. does not have to punch a clock again. He probably works harder now than he ever has in his life. Right. He doesn't have to go do it making videos on For being a plumber or whatever. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I remember first joining the group and and you know I was scrolling through and I saw you know someone's like oh is this Mark and it's right. like how to that. set a thermostat. <laughs> Hey guys. And I, was like, I was like, what? <laughs> those videos would eventually get out, but he's just like, eh, it'll just happen naturally. Embrace it. Yeah. It's better, better those than uh, bad ones, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't think that, I don't think there's any bad videos of Mark out yeah. there. No, I'm sure I there's really not. want to see them. Um, <laughs> I would hope that he'd show me. Anyways, and we're um, back. <laughs> plenty of CPA bad videos out there. You just can't yeah. find them. Um, <laughs> right. Um, but that was the thing. I just remember it was like in the summer. I remember listening before a shift at a bar, listening to the first episode of the podcast upstairs, like the bar upstairs. It was like a bar connected to the bar I was working at that was closed. So I literally just sat on the like, couch at that bar listening to the first episode and be like, this is kind of cool. Yeah. I'll listen every week. And it's a huge deal. Yeah. Yeah. Huge deal. Big time. Yeah. yeah. What a what a brand that it has expanded to be. There is nobody that like Mark Sterling. There is nobody that I know. I always say him and my brother are just good examples. It's always good. You know, you grow up, who are your idols growing up? I don't think it's necessarily say that I have an idol at age 32, but there's some people who I see work so hard that I respect how hard they work because I don't think I could ever, you know, I work hard at what I do. I work 60 hours a week between my day job and the bar at night, but I still don't think I work as hard as someone like my brother. And I look at like Mark and I see what he does and I see how he right. applies himself. And there's no wonder why he's in the position that he's in. Yeah. Right. There's no, like he's the hardest worker in the room wherever yeah. he goes. So yeah. I just remember when I was, you know, when I, you know, I told these guys, I was thinking of, you know, joining to train to wrestle, you know, at cap. And um, I told Mark about it and um, 
he was so excited for me and i remember i went to a meet and greet at wrestling universe with the with uh you know them and swoggle and um he wrote on my on my uh eight by ten he wrote you know to husvar cap question mark and i i still have the eight by ten to this day and i think about it and look at it and it just that like you know you know matt and briner inspired inspired me but but mark really you know inspired me you know with that with that eight by ten and you know it it means a lot to i don't know if he knows that but yeah but yeah he is such a hard worker and what he does on AEW, like i I get excited seeing him when he pops up i mean i I think the um (laughs) yeah the major wrestling figure podcast in general has become so successful because of mark you know the way he has just interjected himself into that podcast as far as you know editing things and making it so professional and just so i mean you can't turn on a major wrestling figure podcast youtube video and go back you have to finish it you know what i mean it's so entertaining it's so good it's so well done and they're all like that and every episode that you know is produced as well it's just it's must must see must hear must listen you know so it's yeah it just shows you how how well he is how how great of a person he is that he's able to apply that to what he loves to do and you know just makes it makes it awesome yeah no he's you know we've all been very lucky uh you know especially those who have been around since uh, essentially the beginning of the podcast to see that he just started as like you know local independent wrestler guy does some podcast stuff really helps produce and make things very professional to like yeah where he's at now and like you guys have said like you know just you see him on tv like it's it there's something like like proud like almost like it's like seeing your kid do something well in a in a certain degree um yeah it's like you know the the company that i work for a lot of times we run wednesday nights and you know we'll be in the the locker room watching AEW, and he'll come out and i'll be like that's my boss out there. That's the guy. That's the guy. <laughs> so that's uh, very cool. And I'm glad that, uh, you know, you uh, have been able to be like right there, yeah, like to see it, awesome. you know, you see how your friends progress and where they go. And uh, it's always, it's always a nice thing to see. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's the end of like the main questions. Well, we usually get through that in like, 15 20 minutes <laughs> and but that's not a bad thing i think this is talk, great brother. i we think this is great being right behind me baby uh, exactly <laughs> um well comma picture with the comma figure. i love it well, that's awesome the maple oh, figure that's sick man that, that is great i love that <laughs> got to that stuff right exactly and and this is actually uh uh, so on our Patreon, we open it up like we always keep this stuff secret. We don't really tell who our guest is until yeah. we announce it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with here's the episode. Uh, but our Patreon subscribers get to know oh. who it is, Ooh. and we say, "Hey, you know, Scott this Hall, is, woo. this is who it's gonna be." And if you've got questions, feel free to ask. And we've got a couple, um, and and a couple of them do uh, equate to your eight by ten situation. Oh, perfect. perfect. And, Joe Choose uh, asks. Well, no. <laughs> how, how, how big is it? <laughs> well, <laughs> no. Uh, Tommy Sapienza <laughs> says, "What is your favorite WWF promo photo in your collection?" Also, what is one that is your most sought after that you need for your collection? Ooh, Very good that's question. A good one. Um, um, 
Go ahead and yeah, answer that. And there's like a second kind of thing to it, but go ahead and answer I that have, first. I have a lot of favorites. I think it would make them. I think that I, I people have asked me this before, and it's hard. But I think the the correct answer for at least what promo photo is your favorite is probably what photo did you post. For? Oh. And I know that it doesn't necessarily have to be exclusive, but I feel like with this type of collection, yeah. You know, where, you know, it's like you go buy a figure right off the shelf on $20, $23, whatever we're at right now at Target or wherever you are in the world. Um, if you're collecting as you go, it's one thing. It's like, what's your favorite? Seeing you paid all the same amount. I feel like my favorite promo, like if I were to sell all my promos, I probably, like if I were, I'd probably sell this one and I wouldn't keep it. because And that must mean it must not be my favorite. Because of the value of it? Right. But that must mean it's not my favorite if I'd be right. willing to sell it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also, but that's the whole thing is like the idea is like, wouldn't my favorite one be the one I was willing to show the most money out for? Right. So with I, that said, mm. I have now all of my promo photos are original. These are the ones where it's like, oh, right. signing at uh, ShopRite today is <laughs> Savio Vega or whatever. Right. Those, those, he has that stack of promos that were yep. fucking free and he just signs it. Right. So if people don't know what I'm talking about. Promo photos, those white bordered, those white bordered original WWF. Wow, look at that one. Jesus, man. <laughs> I'll have to go to one of those. Uh, I'll get. I will get one. He's 200 bucks a piece at the Fitterman's. I have yeah. a couple. 200 dollars a whack. It's like just for him to quickly like. Eh. Yeah. And I but I gotta say too that Undertaker's autograph. It's pretty is unique. Fun. Well, it's a, but it's. I think it's, it's good. I I loved it, but like it's it. getting. To me, oh, it sloppy. seems too like Rushed. switched together now. It's mm. just like where yeah, it used to be you, like you know, I mean, with, he was with like that, that nice and, yeah. like you know whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's 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 weird how that works, and that's why it's just like I got to be careful. What pen am I going to have him sign with? What color? Right. This comes out good based off of how he's been signing. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Sure. Um, so to answer the question, tell Taker to take his slash time. favorite <laughs> original promo is my signed. Hakushi and Shinja. Shinja, Ooh. of course, one half of the original Orient Express. Yes. Hakushi's manager, all like with the white yep. paint yep. suit. Um, that promo unsigned, if it's an original, should go for anywhere's low, 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 low end to 300, 350 unsigned. They come up so rarely, some people might be willing to pay up to 400. I paid $900 for that to Ooh. be signed. Ooh. How many times has Hakushi come over since? Heat wave 98. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I'm sure it's more than once, but the only time I could think of is a couple of years ago for Joey Janela. One, two, three kid matches, right? Came So, yep. So, there's the one, two, three kid uh, six man tag for Shakar at King of Trios. That's oh. another tag that Jinsei Sasaki has been back. Other than that, I don't know how many more trips Jinsei Sasaki yeah. has over here in the U.S. I don't know how many matches he has. I feel like we talked about that eight by 10 on the CPA episode. Cause I remember, I distinctly remember somebody talking about that on our show. Nick's rent is probably $900. <laughs> but so here you go. You have to think like it's signed literally in Kanji. You know what I mean? It's not like he's saying. Yeah. It's right. Wow. Um, it's, it's certified. I have it. It's certified by Beckham dude, but also uh, Shinja lives in Kansas. He is Japanese American, but he lives in Kansas. You never That's see him, close like, to me at your shows in South Dakota where it's like, oh man, Brutus Beefcake again. But it's like Shinja right. ain't trotting himself out even to the conventions. Yeah, he does them, but it's just like, how often? 
Right. Yeah. That high of demand where people are going to pay him whatever to come just sign off the top. Huh. Right. I go find him. But I have his signature in Kanji. And it's wow. the most wow. beautiful thing. It's Beckett certified. Oh, man. I paid 900 for it. I'm not letting it go, obviously. It's no. not like, right. like someday, I'm hoping that someday these, like, you know, there will be a collector out there that needs to have it. And sure. someday I will sell it so that my kids can have a nice little nest egg. It's not for me. Right. I want to enjoy the promos for what they are for when I can display them and stuff. Right. But so I would say that in theory, my most expensive is probably like the one that's like, that's the one that like, if I'm saving one from a fire, got to be that one. Yeah. What's my favorite one? Maybe out yeah. of Porto. I paid $500 mm. for probably one of the last 10 in the world of them. He found his dusty box in his closet and had no idea <laughs> that people have been trying to find his promos for years because he probably went out to two signings, he said. <laughs> and then he kept his WWE. He's like, yeah, I just, you know, I just had other pictures printed out because I started to look different. 98, 99. Yeah. Mm. They wow. bring this box to the shows. Uh, he sold, like, it was uh, Nick Christie from Think Signatures that's like, hey, you don't have those promos, do you? And he laughed. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah, he's like, I have a couple left. Mine. You're going to get $500 a piece from Alex Porto's laugh. And I was like, what are you yeah. fucking talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I for like 15, 20 bucks. He's like, bring those and I will sell every single one of them for $500. Wow. Fucking lunatic. Uh-huh. All 10 of his promos for $500. A piece. Damn, dude. Damn. I'm one of, I genuinely am wow. one of 10 people in the world that have Alex the Punk Porto's no. original promo. Shit. So, so that's probably my favorite one because people are like, "Who the fuck is that?" Yeah, <laughs> it's so rare and unique and just different. And that's that's he had know, as many matches things. on TV as the goon man. He got a figure. Just saying. Just saying. He, had, he had as many matches as he had promo pictures left. <laughs> I, um, I, may, I, may, so, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say I looked it up real quick just to, just because I was curiosity. Jin, uh, Jinsei uh, Shinkaze, aka Hakushi. Jinsei Shizaki. He. Um, <laughs> He did do a signing at Wrestling Universe in 2018, and it said rare Hakushi appearance. Yeah, but like, that he was in town right. for Joey Janela lost in New York ah. that year. So it was like the same time, you yeah. know, the same trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that counts as one. It's you know rare. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's I have um, that in the box, right? I don't have that one out on display right I now. wouldn't. Yeah. $400. If anyone wants to see, this one's $400. This is comma. The Supreme Fighting Machine, Ooh. a.k.a. Papa Shango, a.k.a. Love the Godfather. This is his first wow. WWF promo as Kama. You can yep. see it's Kama, SPM, the Supreme, or sorry, SFM, SF. yeah. Fighting Machine. Um, yeah. His signature, you go to any signing, his signature, even as Kama, you know, just 25, 30 bucks, 40 bucks maybe is his signature. Yeah. This promo unsigned, 300 bucks. Because they only sent him out to so many with his white shirt. Right. Before he ditched the white shirt, and he has another promo of him just with all of his tattoos, like mm-hmm. in his figure. The red yes. in his figure. So, uh, Jeff Manalia says, Oh, oh, Jeff. oh so you already Jeff. know where this is Jeff, going. Brother, you know where you can message me, brother. I will charge the credit card, baby. You know. <laughs> so, so, to give this Jeff some context, he says, Not to rub it in, but I know of slash have one that he needs. Sorry, Troy, with a Blue heart. Face. Oh. Jeff Manalia. Um, the best part about Jeff Manalia. Jeff Manalia went to a signing where it's the promo photo. Uh, Davy Boy Smith, the British Bulldog, and Owen Hart with the WWF Tag Team Championship belts. They won at Mind Games 96. Yep, that's oh, the one right shit. there. Wow. Dual signed. Dual signed. Um, 
Ensigned Flags of the World shirt. You know what the best part about that is? Is that, some, you know, you take a chance getting things authenticated. Jeff Manalia has a picture of himself as a kid with them with his promo phone. Jeff. I don't know. I heard Jeff's a pretty good Photoshopper, so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that I don't think he is. <laughs> He's terrible at it. <laughs> that promo photo, hands down right now, $2,500 because it's not certified. I know it's real. So what's it worth to me? I mean, let's put it this. Let's, Jeff, if you're listening right now, hit me up. Be. I have, I am, tw- I really, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Uh, I have twenty five hundred dollars ready to go to buy that right Ooh. now. And that is a, that's it. And you I know we won't sell it, and I don't blame them because, and I don't mean this in jest. Davey and Owen ain't signing anymore, guys. It's right. Fucking those autographs are impossible. Yeah. Owen Hart signatures on cert- on actual promo photos. You're talking about a grand and change. Davy boy, same thing, grand and change. And you put that together, like, you know, you can get your money's worth for oh, that. Yeah. I think the most recent one sold, and that's the thing, because when people put these up, it's all of, depending on who has the most money in their pocket that night. If someone's going to put it up for sale, they're hoping there's going to be the high roller in the room that's going to be like, right. uh, four grand, five grand. You sure. know what I mean? Um, that's the last one I saw, which was like right before I, right before I got into collecting these, went for about 24. Wow. And then so other Jeff, nice... if you're listening, $2,500 the second you're done listening to this. Hit me up. I'll PayPal it. I'm good for it. I don't know what else to say. Twenty-five. Yeah. If you need $2,500, 25% of $10,000. Oh, where does he live? Where does Jeff live? Is he in New- Florida? 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 Fuck. I'd, I would literally have Matt go pick it up and have Matt bring it mm. in his bag, and I, would, I wouldn't even want it in the mail. Right. Want it right. Yeah, right. Now, Jeff, right. you should Might probably. Wait hurricane it's first. Right <laughs> he should probably make this thing happen before the hurricane hits. That way, don't, it doesn't get all water it's, damage. Dude, it's it's <laughs> hitting right now. No, I know, I know. <laughs> you know, and the other nice thing about this too, obviously, I haven't seen every Owen Hart signature, but it's fairly rare that you yeah. see them. And a lot of a times, one, yeah, yes. <laughs> and a lot of times when I see them, they, they don't really look that good. Like it's done with a pin or it's like super faded or whatever. This looks pristine. Chris. Perfect. It's cool. Sharpie. It's, it's cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Black Sharpie. I've seen Jeff. I've seen it. I've slid in that inbox before. Jeff, sell it to him. <laughs> but at the same time, man, that's his That's his memory, man. You know sure. what I mean? He's got the no, picture of it. It, it really is. But I what. always just put we'll, it out uh, there. Jeff, if, if you are ready to sell, please. Tyler LaValle on Facebook. Troy Nelson here on the pod, baby. Do it, uh, Jeff. Do it. You know what? We'll even we'll even throw in a little bone to help make this. Yeah, we'll possible. even we'll bring Jeff. We'll bring you on episode one hundred. Oh, for five minutes. You get five minutes. <laughs> oh yeah, this is a great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like oh shit, I'm in. Hundred minutes for every dollar he spends. Yeah, it. right, right, right. <laughs> you know if this if and I'm pretty sure Jeff won't do it, but if this. Uh, transaction ever goes down, I want it to happen on the show. Yeah. I'd, I'd, oh, love, yeah. I'd love to. Let's make a spectacle yeah. of it. Jeff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, watch me put my credit I want card this in to happen. Now. That'll be really, <laughs> definitely won't charge me an extra eight hundred dollars after I buy it. So right. Great about that. Jeff does ask, do you collect other promotional eight by tens or just mainly the old WWF ones? Strictly the WWF promo photos from the year two thousand and before. Just like mm-hmm. my elite collection cuts yes. off at two thousand. You got to have limits um, nice. 2000 and before. Okay. Um, and that's the thing. It's like the elites, truth be told, there's only so many older elites that I need. Um, I, oh, boy. 
I have a good uh, amount. I'm, I'm this not, is like, where I'm, Jake oh, comes no. in the picture. I'm not trying to go out there and be like, uh, like I know that like like the top of my list for like old ones that I'm just like, even though I could, could get it for a hundred bucks, I'm just not ready to spend a hundred bucks on it. Is sure. like NWO Giant. I need it. Don't have it. Um, eventually, I'll get it. I'll get it eventually. But um, yeah, so you got to have a cutoff. Right. Promo photos. I know there's some that I'm just never gonna get. There's some that I'm just never gonna get signed either. But I just like the promo. Like, I just like the promo for what it is. Like, I have like it's funny. Like the promos that are super expensive of guys that have died that I'm never gonna be able to get signed. That's where it just gets to be crazy right. business. It's like you just paid three hundred dollars for something you're never gonna be able to get signed. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like a Brian's Hasbro collection. You know, like in you know. I think what sure. the nails one is like one of the only ones he needs, and it's like he he like nails runs signed. a successful um, construction company. He has a website where you can buy merch off of it, oh. but he does not do mail-ins because he makes enough money. He just has like it's almost like a courtesy what he has for his fans on his website. Yeah, he doesn't need yeah. that at all. No, Kevin Kevin Kelly Kevin Wildchucks Kevin Kelly, or whatever. <laughs> uh, he he doesn't come in and do signings. He doesn't need to. I have a nails promo photo that would look awesome in an orange mm. Pascal yeah. nails that would immediately Dude. double the price of it. Yeah. yeah. Because it's a $200 promo, the nail signature. That's the hard part about that one. Even harder than getting the original promo is the right. nail signature. Oh, that would be a high one on my list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kevin, <laughs> magnificent Kevin Kelly nails. If you're listening right now, I said you $200 to get your promo <laughs> Yeah, he is a Patreon member, so uh, I know yeah, he's enough. <laughs> Dan Kelly, Kevin. No, I know that was Mark, his name when he, before Biggers. he was nails. He was magnificent. Oh, Kevin Kelly. Right. magnificent Kevin. Yeah. Kelly. Um, you know, and uh, like without like trying to seem too stalkerish, like try and like almost like drive outside of one of his construction <laughs> sites. <laughs> oh. Nails, I, I just happened to see you over here, <laughs> and I have this promo here. here. And an orange like, Posca. I like, like <laughs> drop it in the bag, even though like I just don't want to get it in the top loader. I'm like, oh, this very gently protected pro- Well, while you're here, I guess. <laughs> I'm going to have this in the back of my car. <laughs> uh, last, last fan question, and, and I know that this may be a difficult one, but uh, Sarah Kreskis asks, what is your favorite beer? Yeah, um, <laughs> and it maybe maybe you can break it seasonal? down to category or seasonal uh, like, yeah, or like, IPA, I mean, yeah. like what is, like if, like what am I, if someone said like I would hey, say you what's beer? your go to what's your like go to beer like a go to beer um like you're you're every time it's always available and that's if if we're talking craft beer I mean I frequent there's a brewery in Amesbury called Brewery Sylvaticus in Amesbury Massachusetts about 10, 15 minutes away just I. Get off! Get out of my apartment complex. Jump right on the highway. Jump off the highway. There, it's one. It's like two towns over, um, and they make German lagers and ales. Um, I love all styles of beer. IPA. I love. I love everything. But my go-to lately, it's uh, their Pilsner. Um, they have one called Sovereign. Easy drinking. Nice bready nice. notes. You can sit there and drink a four-pack. Still get up and drive if you need to go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe have three Jake don't like yeah. those kind of beers. Well, you know, <laughs> I mean, trust me, for everything like that, me and Mark, we love our treehouse beers. Nothing oh, better yeah. than yeah. green, yeah. tipping the Toledos at over 7% alcohol. Have a couple of those big pineapple notes. Oh, delicious. Yeah. So I would say that like my go-to for local, Brewery Sylvaticus, particularly uh, 
that sovereign German style Pilsner. Nice. We're talking easy drinking deciduous brewing has their timeless flight Italian Pilsner in New Market, mm-hmm. New Hampshire. Uh, but favorite beer, it's just like someone has like a cooler fill of Treehouse. I'm like, hey, do you got a green in there? That's what it's called. Green by Treehouse. Probably my favorite mm-hmm. beer. Probably. Nice. Well, Can't go wrong. Okay. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. I suppose like maybe like, you know, the 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 main uh, beer for normies, you know, if you're like. Like when I go watch football <laughs> after I've already crushed like three or four crafties, I'm good for a Coors or Miller Lite while I'm watching okay. the Giants try to win. <laughs> I, uh, if I'm about to watch my third football game of the day and my body just feels like awful from drinking and eating all right. day. And it's just like, I might as well just keep drinking beer. Yeah. <laughs> Coors Light, Miller Light doesn't there hurt my go. feelings. Cool. That's my like, hey, go buy this beer. Yeah, sure. Nice. You know, as, as someone who is such a big beer connoisseur, like, do you delve out of that and go into other alcohols? Oh, are yeah, you a, a wine guy, a, a whiskey bar. guy, tequila yeah. guy? We got a full bar right there. Got us, <laughs> in case guests come over, see, we got Jack Daniels, regular honey, Knob Creek, Maker's Mark, two types of Glen Levitt, Bombay Sapphire Gin, in case they want a cocktail, Black Crack and Rum, Don Julio Silver. I've got five different Crown Royals. I got some flavored vodkas to make some martinis for people down in the bottom, uh, down there. Mm-hmm. Um, Can I come over? Yeah, come on over. Yeah, where, yeah. How far are you? Sorry, I might be asleep. You just have to knock on the, on the door. Was that a Suzanne Summers thigh master on the ground over there? Let's see. What Wait, what? Where? I'm just playing. Oh, he's just talking I shit. I wish I had that. The one championship belt I won that I got to keep that I won a couple weeks ago at the RPM Fest in Montauk, Mass. It's a heavy metal festival. I defeated T2T Academy's Angelo Carter to become best of the fest champion, baby. Oh, yeah. Nice. First reigning, not defending ever. Because it's sitting right there on the liquor cap. It's a real belt, not like a shitty no. sticker belt. That's awesome. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I like a nice sip. sipping whiskey every now and again. Okay. Sniff to report around the holidays. You know how it is. <laughs> That's I awesome. Love it. So um, there's this thing that we do. Yeah. Oh. God, okay. You've seen, you've seen Andrew just, wrist, just right within arm's reach. Is this the part of the show where we just shit on Husbar? No, <laughs> no, no, it's like no, every no, show. No. He just seems like he's uncomfortable. Like, oh, you're. <laughs> no, it's 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 a segment called Hunting with Husbar, and <laughs> while sound effects guy, <laughs> while it can be challenging, it does have to be realistic. And Andrew always has these figures just right there. Someone will say somebody and he just pff, here it is Whoa, so oh. troy please pick out a wrestler mm-hmm. that you think that he may or may not have and we'll see we'll see if he has it or not. Well, considering i mentioned you could him, win a prize be, it doesn't have to be this specific figure but if we're talking about the realm of realism how about any form of tall paul white the big show or the giant. I was talking about, I need still looking for my NWO elite giant elite, yeah. not the basic, but just if you're looking, if we're hunting with us far, can you hunt uh, yeah. me down? Tall Paul, the giant, the big show, captain and Santa. Can you find him? Yeah. I'm a little surprised. Jay, you got to jiggle all the way. Santa Claus. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty realistic, right? I'm not. Yeah. Oh, oh, 100%. Very realistic. shows probably got like, He's got a good amount of figures. Yeah, he's if, got he, a lot. if you sit and think about it, he Inside does. Inside baseball, stuff. I yelled at Mark for not getting one guy that was on WrestleMania 14 to live 14. 
in Boston. Or not live. Well, live. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking the second column. If you're going to do that poster, I'm like, give Ken Shamrock a call. He'll come right. in probably. Anyway, yeah. inside, too much inside baseball. <laughs> I, no, I think <laughs> it would have. That would have yeah. been great. Yeah. That should Does be he have a, a theme. time limit. I feel like he should be timed. He should. I think we, I, we need I know to, you're 100 we need episodes in, but I feel like you clock. You asked me to go get a figure? I can go get it. That's, anyone can do that. The whole idea is that you're going hunting. Normally, Husfar says no, but he's he's, so much time in the he's dedicated zone. right now. Yeah, no, he usually, if if he knows that he has it and he's like, oh, no, it's like way and it, It's supposed away, to be within arm's no reach. Way. It's supposed to be within well, arm's reach. He, he just took, went and took a dump and he almost fell, too. What do you got there, Husfar? You back? He just logs out like, oh, boy. <laughs> he's a grim. You just quit. What are you doing? No. <laughs> I, I do not have a Paul White. Wow. All that for nothing? Yeah. And I knocked over this whole entire pile of uh, sign <laughs> Sorry. No, Sorry, it's not your fault. No. It's my dumbass. <laughs> you, you sound so defeated that you don't I have a big show figure. I thought I had one. They've only made 8,000 of him since yeah. 1995. <laughs> Can somebody get Husfar a goddamn big show figure, yeah, please? I, I got one. I got uh Oh wait, what? It just changed. I got this guy. Oh, that, uh, that smart marker. No, that's the guy that doesn't think that He's the giant should be part of the NWO. Oh. That debate, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, me I remember before that even hit TV. He's like, guys, we need to have a talk. And I'm like, all right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's really funny. It's hilarious. Yeah, just all these random things. That's just like great that none of these people are the Big Show. None of these people <laughs> even worked with the Big They're Show. They're not even tall. None <laughs> of these people just... even worked with the Big Show. You have a CPA right. figure? Because even he went to the Paul. That's really funny. I want all right, what's your first point of separation from the Big Show with figures that you can touch? Like, this guy worked with the Big Show. Oh. First one oh. that you can find. Yeah, Quick. like if you had, like, you a Jericho seconds, figure. Five, four, three, <laughs> two, one. Yep, there you go. Okay. That's what you do. All right. That's all I wanted, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The same guy. I had the Billy Gunn one of those. I bought it at like a, I think it was a, what? I have that oh, one. A Dwayne Reed or a, yep, there's another one. Dude, you could have just, you could have held that back there and like, see, I got one. Like, oh, yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> I would have done that. No, I don't cheat, all right? I don't cheat. I do. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. <sighs> um. So... And this is the part where, yeah, Husfar yep. just starts yep. losing being annoying. Um, <laughs> so uh, we had Max Smash Master on, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, we were. I, I mean, I don't know, like surprised, maybe the the great greatest you know word for it, but like, yeah, we were surprised to learn that like you guys uh, have known each other and been friends for like quite some time. It'll be 30 years next year that I've known him. Wow. I was three wow. years old. He was six when my grandmother would drive him to school because she, my grandmother was retired, but she'd like work at this like uh, daycare where Max Mash Mash. This is going to be like, why are you telling everybody this? Uh, worked the same uh, he, I don't remember what he said, but he, he was pretty open about things. And yeah. I would just like toddle over to my grandmother's in-law apartment. She lived next door to my folks and Max Mash Mash are like Power Rangers and Oh, I like wrestling. So I do he, know he's big into the Power Rangers. Yeah. So we were buddies, even though we're three years apart. So I've known I've known Max for nearly thirty years. That's crazy. It's a long time to know well, someone like and barely, still be barely out of diapers when I knew. Still, still, I'm barely, but you know, <laughs> teach their own one problem at a time. You know. Yeah, you know, and how cool is that? That like 
you know, you both knew each other for so long. Did, I mean, as, as kids and, you know, becoming adults and stuff, did that help each other out with getting into wrestling and stuff as well? He helped me out when I was getting into it. Uh, We kind of like, once he got to be like a teenager, we kind of, we didn't have like a falling out, but he was just like, yo, he'd go hang out with like his older friends. Well, sure. There was a time period, but like he like drove by one Thanksgiving and said like, I wonder if Tyler's home. He knew it was still my folks' house. And he like literally knocked on the door and he goes, Franny? And he goes, and my mother kind of took a step. like, Scott, did you know who he was? I'm like, what's going on, man? He's like, if you're in town, you're still at a wrestling, right? Like, yeah. It was like when I was like probably 18, 19. And yeah. He's like, come over. And I'm like, all right. And then it was just like, holy shit, you, you're just in, as into it as I am. I'm like, yeah, it's the greatest thing in the world. And we've been, you know, we've remained big time friends. And then you go on to, at the very yeah. least, call matches for him in I've Chicago. I've commentated his matches. I have refereed his matches. And we even teamed together in a six-man tag up at Limitless Wrestling in Maine. Along with okay. my good friend, Sean Burke, Flex Rumble Crunch of Shikara fame. What um, a name. We were in a six-man. Flex Rumble Crunch and Max yeah. Smashmaster. Two, two-thirds of the Devastation Corporation oh, with Blaster, okay. with Blaster yeah. McMassive. <laughs> what? My computer's on like 10% battery, so I'll try well, to give we'll, you all the I'll we'll give you all the, the quick versions of that. But yeah, yeah we'll start I've to wrap it up. That's Max not a problem. A long time, great guy, wealth of knowledge. If you were find yourself in the New England area and you want the best professional wrestling training, him and Chase Del Monte at the Pro Wrestling Academy that has put out a plethora of stars that you find on TV mm-hmm. every single week. Hell yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Okay, well, I mean yeah, you don't have a lot of computer life left. and we're I can probably to, charge that. I have to figure out how we're doing this. You guys are recording. We're, like we're, interrupt the we're recording. starting to come, you know, closer to the end of the show anyway. Um, you know, we've definitely got a lot of information out of you, and I'm sure we could just keep going. We can do a part two sometime. We could yeah, do a part like, two sometime. Please, That'd be someone fun. Someone ever just yeah. cancels on you, like, get Troy down. We'll talk about weird things. Maybe I'll Absolutely. show off the promo collection or you something. You could talk oh, shit about me. I don't, I don't care. No, <laughs> that'll be a segment next time on the show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, we uh, we definitely appreciate you coming on. And yeah, man, big time, big time, bud. And hopefully, you. if you're listening to this, hopefully I'll see you. Don't be afraid. Come on up, say hello, grab a picture. Um, I'll sign stuff. If you buy one of my pictures, I charge. But if you want your ticket stub signed, uh, I sign that. If you have FWF cards you need signed, five bucks a whack for those. But if you're nice. looking to complete your set, I'll sign those. But Come on up, say hello at FWF four. We didn't even get to talk about that show coming up. No, let, October 9th, I, New Jersey. Yeah. I'll be there, baby. Big, yeah. big time situation. Uh, Max Smash Master Gangrel Hardcore Championship. Oh, a big ten man tag. Maven mm. in a, a sanctioned wrestling match. Yes, oh, baby, brother. <laughs> this isn't gonna be. This isn't gonna be like knocking off Ted Goods. You know this. Is, <laughs> right. This and is gonna be a wrestling match, baby. Right? And, and like, yeah, let's talk about FWF. You know, we uh, like I, I wanted to talk about that anyway yes. before we let you go. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're there, and you know, if your computer dies, then so be it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what that Maven match. Yes, there's, there's a lot of excitement for it. Um, I'll, I'll let listeners in on, um. It's not really like a secret. It's just not always something worth talking about, I suppose. But I have been the person that's been uh, promoting the FWF pay-per-view when it comes t- uh, to Twitter and Instagram. And 
the amount of interaction that uh, the Maven stuff gets is mm-hmm. yeah. bigger than everyone else's uh, because I think sure. people are very excited to oh, be yeah. seeing this match. Looking good, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. So, yeah. I, so, um, I just got the word uh, today that I'll be helping uh, just set up and, you know, whatever the guys need. So I'll definitely be seeing you there. Oh, yeah. I was gonna do some ring crew, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, co-workers for the yeah. night. And you, you better have a you better have a giant uh, with you too, maybe uh, in your pocket or something. So <laughs> you bring a giant, remind me. I'll bring you a frosty market basket brand. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Oh, he'll even autograph it. Twitter inbox. I need Twitter inbox. Remind me. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, you'll be working FWF four as you have all the others, and like you said earlier, you're you're now working alongside the Game Marks podcast, and and as you said on uh, Twitter, or was it in Instagram? One of the two. You said uh, Twitter. 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 <laughs> what are you from the seventeen hundreds? I, I had a weird emphasis on the wrong syllable. Did you just make up a word. I was going to um, say, you have a weird emphasis on the word emphasis. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> You're the worst host ever, Billy. That was all on purpose. Be nice Not the Twitter. Sure. But, Twitter. Um, anyway. My Twitter. Like, oh, they had to get two people to try and cover for Dan Barry. <laughs> two. Um, Poor Dan. But, uh, yeah, no, you get, a, you get to be doing the FWF matches. And like we talked earlier, you do a great job with that. And, oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't know, like, what what is like some of the most i don't know exciting things that you're looking forward to with fwf like i know you just rattled off the matches and stuff but Next like Smash master gangrel i'm excited for that 10 man tag is gonna be off the chain um you know cole cabana's got a gripe cole cabana's got a gripe he came out was not happy with the situation and how dango was treated fwf3 you know you add that element of mark sterling into it yeah. a lot could happen you're right. Surprised you, you know. Well, you're um, right, and and you know what what's what is your thought on like obviously you're very close to Mark, um, but he hasn't won a single match in FWF, and now he's mm-hmm. he's in the World Championship match. You need to take a step away from it. He's he's always busy the day of those things, and it's like you're an active in ring competitor. You got to clear your mind, man. You right. been to the dance. You're a Create a Pro champion, tag team champion at Create a Pro, Blitz Creek Pro, Bedlam champion. Like you've held gold. But not when when you can show up, focus. You gotta yeah. focus. Like Colt Cabana, you know, he's gonna go make some money, sell some gimmicks. VSK, no one's gonna buy his gimmicks anyways. That's why he has so much time to. You, what did I? Excuse me, who said that? Anyways, <laughs> the important thing is is that VSK has time to focus. Colt Cabana, even though he's gonna, he's gonna have time to focus, Mark's trying to do this, trying to do that. You gotta focus at the task at hand. He's a smart guy. That's why they call him Smart Mark. But if he's too busy taking that brain power and applying it elsewhere and not on the contest, well, then that's going to be – that's why Colt Cabana, seasoned vet, can swoop in and take it. VSK is FWF champ for your reason. See all the people that he's defeated en route to there. Wow. Do the math. What a great Got to wake up, Mark. Got to be smart. Prove that you're smart, Mark, and start applying those brains to that match. Right. You'll be all set. This, 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 is, this is why you're the best. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely, man. An analyst. And you the answer is a question nobody pills. asked. <laughs> that's the best part. Of it. I think that's a, that's a great Jerry Lawler line. You know what an analyst is, Vince McMahon? It's a guy who has an answer to a question that nobody asked. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> love Jerry. <laughs> no, that's, that's really good. All right. Well, we're going to uh, go ahead and uh, – I mean, you're welcome to stick around if you want. 
we got to get to some questions that the for fans you guys. Just, for us. I will stay on until my computer dies. I have 5%. I'll listen to these questions. I'll input stuff. And eventually my screen's going to go black. So this is my good, this is my formal goodbye to everybody. Thank you for having me. Follow me on Thank Twitter at Top Shelf Troy. Um, buy, buy, go on Fight TV, buy FWF4. It's going to be a good show. Oh, please. Yeah, yeah let's hear your questions. Until and if you goes. are in that Northeast area, go. Yeah. You are not going to want to miss this stuff. Absolutely. No, absolutely. And, and on your way down to the venue, make sure you stop by uh, Market Basket and get some of that beautiful root beer and, uh, you know, have, have a drink on the way. Have a bunch of flavors. Chelmsford <laughs> ginger ale. It's like a different, whole different ginger ale. It's a whole new thing. Yeah, if you got a tummy ache, it'll, it'll fix you right up. Great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It is now time for the 4 by 6 giveaway question of the week. Oh. Oh. It's 4 by 6 time. There's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. Ask your MWO. Question of the week. Win a 4 by 6 Time by Hunt for a Billion Church. Major world order. We do four by sixes around here because we're not quite as cool as the you know the yeah. guys with their eight by ten. We can't afford that shit. Neither can I. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, every week you know we'll uh, ask in the group, and if uh, Andrew, Jake, or myself answer your question, we will make sure to send you a four by six. Absolutely. So I'm gonna start. Yeah, you if you're ready. Absolutely. Uh, big time. Big big name here, uh, Mr. Chris Grocock. Yeah. He says, Hell yes. M- MWO figures are being made, and you get to choose the style of figure. What do you go with? So normally my answer to that would be a Hasbro because that's what I grew up on and I love. But this episode with Top Shelf Troy really got me thinking about bone crunchers again. And just how much I loved them when they first came out. There was so much articulation, and we could easily be made into bone crunchers. And I, I would love to have a set of all three of us here. And then, you know, we've talked about this before. We can do a set of four. And the first set, we can wear whatever we're wearing and have our guest, you know. And then the next set, we could have the a following guest. It would be really cool. So I think uh, I think that would be really, really neat and Unique and a, and a way to get uh, you know some of the major pod community uh, get them to get some action figures as well. Yeah, I like it. I you know sometimes we try to have a different answer, but I love Bone Crunchers so much. They were the thing that got me into wrestling figures and all of that. So that is one hundred percent what I would go with Bone Crunchers. Uh, I'm going with what you said you weren't going with. Um, I'm going Hasbro style, but I want. Heels and faces, okay. because like they're just like just the moment I opened these, you know, I was blown away sure. by you know just the detail and you know the paint and just all the effort. That's oh, yeah, they're beautiful, man. These. Um, so it'd be cool to you know get one of each of us as them. You know, I'll be my psycho self and buy four of each. You know, so I you know can get <laughs> autograph one for myself. <laughs> Play with yourself. Two Husvar cap question mark. Cap, no exclamation! Exclamation! There you go, there you go. I like Um, it. There you go. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Troy, me too. 
Uh, I don't know. Just pop the head off a figures toy company, Blue Meanie, and put a scan of my face on there. Probably nice. the same thing, right? <laughs> just, I don't wait. know. If I was a figure? What, wait, Is there wait, anything wait. underneath the... <laughs> Anything underneath those yeah, shorts? Meaning, yeah, just Fully shorts. Fucking, yeah, it's I don't know. If I was to be a figure, I don't know. I feel like just because I collect elites, maybe elites, maybe I look cool as a Hasbro. Man, Zombie just put out the pictures today of that Series 2 and like the, all like the Jeff Jarrett 2, but all of them mm-hmm, together mm-hmm. with the oh, paints yeah. on them. Oh, yeah. man. God. Yeah. There's so much more on the way of those things. <laughs> they, you know. Gang coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> Not not knocking anybody, but I mean, I think even, you know, it might not it might not be like the popular thing to say, but even alongside the original Hasbro's like these zombie sailor heels and figures, like as far as this style goes, may just be the best. Dude, Rumble Crunch is filling in gaps. He went back and bought the Dino Bravo. And the King Kong Bundy in the upcoming set and stuff. Right. Like, these are good. The guy, they're put going right next to the Hasbro's. They're yeah, right next. To them. And yeah, it's if it's not man. for that, not having the that action feature, like, hey, you know, obviously the Hasbro is the blueprint, but right, they might be better. I think they are. So and I anyway, love Hasbro's, but oh yeah, and it's not saying anything against it. It's just. <laughs> Dude, you're rubbing the fucking paint off his face, dude. Well, that's the one to, that he gets to play with. Uh, yeah, so the next extra. next one, I'm ready to go. Um, this yeah. comes from Jeff Manalia. What were some Never of your of favorite <laughs> toy commercials growing up? Does not have to be wrestling related. Oh, God. Toy commercials oh, growing up? God. Yeah. Um, Before my computer dies, because it's literally going to yes. die. Yes. I'll say this. Mighty Max. Yes. Okay. Mighty Max toy commercials. Oh my god! I love Mighty right? Max. Holy shit, dude! I haven't thought about that in thirty years. Like, <laughs> I want all those fucking heads. Yeah. The all seven hundred yes. that they made, and I just make create like a whole world. The commercials. Yeah. I wanted the big Mighty mountain. Max. Mighty Max. Like, yep. Nineties <laughs> fans, nineties um, kids don't know what that is. Go look it up. I'm out. Right? Computers on one percent. You all guys right. were the best. This is a great time. I'd come back anytime if you need. If you're either bored or need somebody, let me know. All Thank right. you, Thank brother. You. Very, Thank you so much. Thank you, Have a guys. great night. Appreciate great it. Take care, bud. Yep. Bye. Uh, I would go with – I think I'm going to go with, like, it's actually just, like, some stuff that I never – had the opportunity to have but the commercials were so good that it was like yeah. oh i want these i want these and i think because i never had them that the commercial just sits in my brain even more um one would be like creepy crawlies yeah oh you know wow. where you yes. make the creepy monster bugs crawlies. and all that stuff um i had the power ranger what was the uh uh uh, ah, fuck. They played it on WWF, the Kick Fighters, Tournament Fighters, oh, karate, uh, oh, yeah. karate, karate fighters. fighters. I had those. And when you kick, they were kind of like Sockam Rockam ah! robots. Oh yeah, of. yeah. But like you know, they're they're karate in each other. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then yes. the other one, and I can't remember its name either. It was like a game that uh, Crossfire. <laughs> Crossfire. Oh, you son of a bitch. That's what I was going to say. Crossfire. Now I got to think of a new one. Crossfire. Uh, crossfire. Yeah. Crossfire. crossfire. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just Googling, looking up some stuff. This is the creepiest really fucking sick. thing I've ever seen. This, there was apparently a commercial called, uh, well, Don't Wake Daddy. Yeah, I love uh, Don't <laughs> Wake Daddy. I had that. Dude, it's so weird. Game. 
It it was like you had uh. to click down the the alarm at like you you it was a board game so you walked certain spaces you click down the alarm it tells you and if he's like <clears throat> and his hat flips off then you lose. That's funny. Um, man, there's so many good ones, but Daddy. one oh, yeah. that's one that's really popping. I didn't even see it, but uh, one that I'm really thinking about: micro machines. Oh, Micro Machines. You remember the dude? Yeah. The dude. Well, the dude had. He was like. He looked like Super Mario. He had the mustache. He was like Italian. And remember, he talked real fast. Said, micro Machines. Hmm. I don't. You don't remember? I don't think I recall. Specifically, oh, dude. But dude, I'm just, I'm about to show you Micro Machines guy. <laughs> yeah. He talked super fast. Jesus Christ. Okay, I do remember Cocaine him. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> How do you shut this off? Um, I gotta look one up because Billy took mine. Um, <laughs> That's good. Because I wanted to sing the song and everything. Um, I'm going to go with... Hold on, just had it. I'm going to go with Skip It. Oh, skip, skip It. it skip, skip It. it. Um, well, that was like the... It was like essentially like the old like a school, jump like rope. jail. It, 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 it hung around your leg. Chain. Yeah. yeah. And it, would, it had a little it counter on it. Those were great yeah, commercials. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um, I love remember those. the Twist It, Bop It, Pull It? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, had, so I had bop it. Bop it. it. Pull it. Pull it. Twist it. Yank Ratchet it. they ended up doing. Yeah. yeah. Squeeze it. Squeeze it. <laughs> Suck it. it. Jerk it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, like, I love just, like, the movie toy commercials. Um, oh, like, to, like, like from movie the movies. Toys. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, wrestling-related, the uh, commercial where the sting beats up the little kid in his own house yes. oh yeah that is a yeah, great like, commercial uh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah that one's great <laughs> but creepy crawlers um was big for me as well um creepy crawlers um reminded me of tales from the crypt oh i love tales from... yeah was it my turn um, uh yes so god you guys suck speaking of uh real quick i just uh Watched a uh, new Rob Zombie movie today. So Wait, did I. The how, Monsters. How was Monsters. It, Monsters. Monsters. It's good. It good. Yeah, I, I really enjoy yeah, it. I mean, um, I I'm, I prefer the, uh, the original sure, TV series. Sure, you know, or but, the original movie. But yeah. it was cool. It's cool. It's kind of like a how they got started stuff. Yeah. Which is, yeah. It was it's like, like a, a like prequel type yeah, thing. Yeah. And, yeah. Dude, um, the grandfather looks just like him. He, except yeah, he is. Except he's got a mustache. Pretty spot on, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Yeah, it's just you know, it's it's a fun, yeah. uh, family friendly yeah. romp, uh, Halloween romp. Yeah, I know. Oh, I was um, surprised, like when I saw Rob Zombie, I was like, "What?" So yeah, very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna go with someone who really hasn't won any. Um, sure. Uh, well, at least from me, uh, I'm gonna go with Sarah Kreskis. Oh yeah. Um, her question is, which, who is one wrestler that, that you would love to meet? Um. <sighs> Right now, um, I'm achieving a lot of my bucket list wrestlers. Like, I've met Kenny Omega. I'm about to meet Paige this weekend. Excuse me, Soraya this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, met a lot of, you know, Shawn Michaels, you know, a lot of my heroes. Um, so I'm going to pick, uh, I'm going to pick, uh, 
Toxic Attraction. I'm gonna pick uh, Gigi Dolan and and JC Jane. Probably Gigi a little more, because um, yeah. I I really like Toxic Attraction. They've really grown on me, and you know I I'm 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 a late a little a bit of a ladies man a little bit. So you know, gotta. gotta <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I'm the only single one here. Um, but no, anyway, uh, yeah, I'd luck, like to meet luck. them. Um, no, I'm, there's no way. Um, you never know, man. I mean, you're. If it's you, not happening. If you don't have any confidence, then it's a I guaranteed no. I have the confidence, no. but it's not happening. I'm not her type. What, what's her type? I mean, she was married not to you? Darby. She was married to yeah. She was married uh, to Darby <laughs> Allen. So oh, dude, I'm he's he's really like 133 goth. pounds, dude. Yeah, but I'm not a goth, goth type. You know, I'm, well, not so I'm more type. <laughs> Billy, shut up, Billy. Get out of here. <laughs> hey, I'll start dyeing oh. my hair black again. But, yeah. Um, Oh, uh, and I, you know, I, I met Jericho. I'll pull out um, the white makeup. I still got oh. it. Jesus Christ. Um, hey, I other, don't know other, where you guys are going. Yeah. I'm just talking goth stuff. Yeah, man. Weirdos. Other than that, uh, probably The Rock um, is a pretty unachievable a one. one. Um, yeah. He's, you know, probably one of my, you know, inspirations and in a lot of different things. Right. So I would probably love to. I love that. Well, not probably, Very. definitely. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, hmm. write her name down. Yeah. Uh, Again, was very lucky to be able to meet Shawn Michaels just earlier this year. You know, that was a big bucket list one. Um, would love to meet. Uh, I, I don't know, like, how fun he would be to meet, but, uh, you know, Ahmed Johnson is still, you know, as far oh, as, I'd like, nostalgia him, and stuff goes, like, mm -hmm. just the person that. Sure. Would be really cool to meet, I think. Just, yeah. just be like, I met Ahmed Johnson. Right. Um, and who knows, maybe he'd super surprise me and just be like, just the coolest dude ever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose I'll go with, with yeah. that. Yeah. I'm kind of, uh, on the fence right now. There, there's two, I mean, obviously my biggest one's Hulk Hogan. I would love to meet Hogan, but, yeah. uh, but I, you know, I, I don't want to pick the same answer that I always pick. I want to do something a little different. So I'm kind of stuck between two and, uh, I know they, these two gentlemen actually got into a physical altercation many years ago. Uh, but I, I think it would be, I really appreciate and respect both of them. Um, I would love to meet Booker T yeah. and yeah. Batista. I think it would be yeah. really cool. You know, the convention this weekend with me, you can meet Booker. I've been lucky and enough to meet I, him a couple times and he's, he's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to be able to leave the house, pal. <laughs> what do you mean? Just get on a plane dude. I got a um, dude. I'm in a fucking hurricane, brother. <laughs> you have you haven't listened to the new podcast. Um, you know, no, we record this on Tuesday. Right. Uh, as they were recording, Matt's and Chelsea's flights to Florida were canceled, and they Ooh. can't get new ones. Oh, yeah. well, at least so, they're, they're near home or near like Matt's. Sure, in Brian's, you know. But yeah. you know, I feel you. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, Poor uh, dude, and. And uh, Walt Waffles and Walt Waffles and, and Kylo Ren and, and <laughs> whatever else they've got there. Husvar. <laughs> I want <laughs> you, nothing. Um, that's no. I just talk about animals. Uh, just yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's no, okay, man. Thank you. Um, that's all the questions. Yeah. We each did one. Yeah, yeah. I believe so. Uh, yeah, did so there we, we are. Yeah, okay. Jake went first. Yeah, we all answered that. I screwed, I I screwed up the process. Uh, the process is just whoever's ready first. I normally no go process. last. 
No, I know um, we do last. We switch I mean, off. We, gotta... switch, we swap. <laughs> we what? <laughs> we swap. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, before we, we close it out, you know, let's not forget about JPD Customs. The following announcement has been paid for by JPD Customs. Have you ever wanted to expand your Hasbro roster with figures that were never made before? Well, now you can with JPD Customs. And while you're there, don't forget to check out my favorite thing, the Brett the Hitman Heart Sunglass Decals. Available in pink, mirror finish, and my favorite, the 96 Black with the Purple Inlay. So, Billy, tell them where they need to go to pick up all these amazing items. JPDCustoms.com JPDCustoms.com JPD Envelope. Envelope so weird. I'm trying to like not be weird. Why don't you go straight across? You like here's the problem. If I hold it up, the address is shown. So hold it up. I'm not doing that. I'm trying to be respectful. And now you got me all self conscious. Thought you lived at 13 Bro Road. Whoa. 13 Bro Road. Well, He's gone. It's it's our new podcast. It's called. Oh. No, I'm trying not to showcase Jeff Manalia's address. Well, we need to show it because Top Shelf Troy Nelson needs this to know true. where to send the cash. Well, so he can fly there. Yeah, and, and pick it up himself. Just you know, ran, ransack right. his his uh, his collection. Did you guys see the beach? It's that, way. It's that way. This way. That way. It looks better this way when you point at your head. <laughs> Come on, Hussey, let's see those guns. You've been using your uh, workhorse. Yeah, did you get it? Did you get your uh, shipment yet? No, I didn't make it in time. They sold out. The the site is down. The site's down. They the shut it closed. down. So we think that maybe mm-hmm. everything sold out, or you know, something. My shipment close. showed up today. Workhorse, I, told dude. Me, I sorry, pal. You know what they told me? Congratulations, you're the. First person under this new account to place an order. Wow. We know that anyway, a few other people did, but we already talked yet. about yeah. them. I know, but I just like to talk about them. No, again. I know. But anyway, but we can't we can't interrupt JPD because that's right. what we're talking about now. So that's what I'm trying to get to. <laughs> Let's JPD. talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about um, it. You know, they, they make these uh, the staple item. These Bret Hart sunglass uh, decals. Yes, beautiful. Cool. By the way, and they're they're top. Notch top quality. You can top go on shelf our, even. Yeah. Top shelf. You can go on our here. YouTube channel or you can visit jpdcustoms.com where there is a link to our YouTube channel to watch the video of how to install those decals Ooh, on your Bret Hart figure. Yes. Um yeah. And I, I do have yeah, go ahead. No, you. No, I was just gonna say I do have that three pack of the decals and uh I, I think I got a extra Bret Hart laying around where I can uh Maybe sneak those on there real quick, and I might do another more more in depth video on those. They're they're so good. I mean, but all his all his products are top notch, top shelf. And I'm just gonna keep going with that. Yep. But uh, yeah, definitely uh, check out uh, JPDCustoms.com for all of your needs for your elites and for your custom action figures and uh you know custom style hasbro figures that he does amazing work um seeing a lot of cool customs that he does so Mm -hmm. check it out okay well i think that's do it 
that wraps up the show. Uh, unless yes. there's anything else you guys want to touch on before we go. Um, just, uh, just want to say, you know, we, again, thank you guys for all your support and, uh, you know, we love you and, uh, it's been, uh, been crazy, you know, crazy yeah. ride here. So, uh, we're, 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 it's creeping up on uh, episode 100. Almost, so. almost 100. And yeah. man, we almost didn't have you for, our, you know, the first episode you would have missed, you yeah. know, that we wouldn't have had all three of us. And right. I'm glad yeah, we were able to make it. We can't yeah. let that streak die. No, no, I know. It was uh, today. It's It's been crazy, but uh, I've had a, it's been, been a crazy week. You've, but uh, Yeah, I had a lot of been, stuff yeah, going on. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, um, I made it. And, uh, you know, sorry for being late, but uh, I appreciate you guys. We're just glad uh, you got to make it. Yeah, yep. absolutely. I'm always yeah. glad to hang out with you guys, and uh, you know, I love love getting to entertain everyone and be a goofy piece of crap like I am. And uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to go back and listen. Yeah. To oh yeah, I can't wait to hear that. Is, yeah, man, what a, I'm sure it's great. I mean, if he great was guy, great talker. I, I came in about a what a half hour after we, you guys yeah, started. And we were still and, on the first question. Yeah, so it's got to be very in depth, great yeah. conversation. Oh, yeah. Well, he's a great, he's so. a great talker, and I mean his. Uh, Obviously, his communication skills are, no pun intended, top notch. You know, top shelf. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that was intended, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty badass. But uh, yeah, I can't wait to go back and listen to that. Uh, I'll listen to it tomorrow in the gym as long as uh, I can sneak down there. Mm-hmm. I might have to, might have to swim over there, but uh, it'll be okay. oh, yeah, but uh, gonna be some flooding. Yeah, yeah. Now nah, he was, he was a lot of fun, yeah. and we. Uh, yeah, got a got a couple more plans uh yeah. said earlier, you know, along the way to finish out this first 100 episodes and yeah. then you know see where things go moving after that. Yeah, man. And um yeah, so uh yeah, you know, I suppose just I don't know, biggest thing you keep it major related is yeah, uh keep an eye on the upcoming FWF. I know yeah. like a lot of stuff we don't really like promote the guys and all that right. stuff and you know we don't even really talk about the podcast that much. Right. Um, but yeah. every once in a while, like, look, this is this yeah, is a, a big, cool event. And, uh, you know, oh, yeah. the, them being able to put on, like, their own wrestling shows is a right. big deal. So if you have yeah. that chance to go, please, yeah. please consider going. Support and them and just get the pay-per-view. Yeah, the paper. I mean, obviously, I'm going to be getting the pay-per-view, but uh, yep. I can't wait. You know, it's. I, the last one I watched was so good. It was so entertaining, so much fun. And, yeah. you know, it, it's like a little mini Super Bowl for me, you know, get to yeah. have some popcorn and, you know, something to drink and just hang out and, you know, enjoy the show. That's what it's about. So check it out, support the guys. And, uh, you know, you might, might even see Husfar walking around somewhere. You yeah. I got to see him last time. Yep. He, was, he was hanging out. And, uh, yep. In the back, him and yeah. Raleigh Allen. Yep. That's right. Oh really? You saw me? Yeah. yeah. I told you I did. Remember I texted you. Yeah, we talked about it. <laughs> and you're like, Oh yeah, that's like the hallway to where they go for the meet and greets. Yeah, yeah you said you were selling cotton candy and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with uh, with Kinnick. And he ate it all and then you guys lost the money. Yeah. There, yeah. Do you not remember that? There's no fucking cotton candy. Uh <laughs> <laughs> It's Velveeta, uh, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what I just got the word that I'll probably be helping out. So, um, oh yeah, I don't know if I'll be doing stuff in the back or, you know, just hanging out, kind of wandering yeah. around or doing ticketing with with Liz or Kanik or whoever. Yeah, you know, again. it's awesome, like, dude. Yeah, very cool. So, yeah, we'll see. Very mm-hmm. very cool. Or I could oh. maybe uh oh. Hmm. 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 
As he takes a clothesline. Boom! (laughs) I'll be like, yes! It'll make my day. All right. Well, Husvar, if you could, please take us out. Play my awesome, perfect music. I got Galoom, a Hasbro Dusty. I got the merch that drives the marks while the ring-worn gear... They want to wear it, H-A-R-D, just like Blue Chew. I'm just a major mark, major mark. I'm not a toy boy, toy boy. I'm just a major mark, major mark. I'm not a toy boy, toy boy. Claim all the figs, claim all the merch, like Super Gabby. You already know the Michael Jordan and Scotty Pippen with Phil Jackson. Always scratching that itch. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. Hey, all you major marks. Claim all that merchandise. 